3: And the
1: American way. Enemies of America,
5: foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice.
4: Uncooperative Radio is coming for you.
3: Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to Guadalupe And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan Sella, Susan.
6: Hello, American patriots.
3: What are we talking about today?
6: You went super uber red on the meter. I was way back. <laughs> I know. The
3: problem cool. is all the windows are closed on the bus.
6: <laughs> when they're
3: open, it's so, so bad.
6: <laughs> wow. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs>
3: and uh, I think people <laughs> realize this is a loud
6: show. <laughs> All right. So we have global warming again. Thank you, Al Gore. You're an idiot. Yeah, it's still global warming. Yep. Snow, 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 snow. snow, snow, snow. snow. We start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. We will never forget Benghazi. Then today is the autumn equinox. And of course, we'll talk about that, uh, followed by the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report. And voter fraud does exist. So what is the Moms March for America, we'll tell you followed by the food police, if we get to it. Of course it exists. I've been reporting on voter fraud for,
3: like, 11 years. I've always been able to find instances of voter fraud every election. And guess which side they were on every time.
2: The The Democrats. Yeah,
3: the Democrats. And please stop writing or calling that party Democratic, and it's not its name. They are the Democrats. And they are far from Democratic. As Sinister Schumer, McCain, you got to know, he's going to hell. He teamed up with Schumer, right? I hope he doesn't die of that brain tumor. I mean, what's he doing for it? Where, where are the questions? What treatments is he under? How can he be How can he be of his right mind when he's got brain cancer, especially on the frontal lobe? You yeah, must have heard of frontal lobotomies, right? Where they take out the... Yeah, well, that's what's damaged... He's damn brain damaged. We already know that. But what was what's the treatment? How did he get to, back to vote so quick? How, why is he on the Why is he on the shows doing the circuit? Is he doing any treatment, or is he just decided to die? Quarry minds want well to know, but he should be removed. He is in no way in his right mind. I know he never really was, but now he's got brain damage. We have physical evidence of him being unable to serve properly. It is not of his right mind. And we have no idea how long that tumor's been growing either, by the way. So, I'm just saying. He started getting a little different after his first presidential run.
6: Yeah, and you said the reason that the the Republicans aren't going to do anything.
3: Nope, they won't. All right. Time for the pledge. Patriots, hand of a heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, my least favorite subject. Benghazi. But you can never forget Benghazi. And, oh, good news. You, you don't have the one about the the new uh, Trey Gowdy appointed a count, uh, special counsel. Trey Gowdy appointed a special counsel today. Uh, looking into Hitler, Rice, Lynch, Comey, et al. Uh, so... Now you have two special counsel investigations going on. One, one against so the Republican administration. One against the Democrat administration.
6: Yeah, but we're paying for both of but them. But the difference
3: is the Democrats are actually guilty. They have they have colluded with Russia. They have worked with Russia. John McCain asked Russia for campaign funds, and that's a violation of the campaign finance law. Not allowed to ex- accept any any f- foreign money at all.
6: And this is not and he fake And
3: didn't, he didn't just take it. He asked for it.
6: And that's not fake news because you've been on the internet all day oh, today. Oh, man, there's and, a lot of
3: fake news. Yes,
6: and you were complaining about it. And he actually investigated a lot of these stories to find out that they were fake news, right?
3: Yes, and it took my whole day up. Because got, you got to be thorough. You can't say, oh, I didn't find anything on your first search. It doesn't really count. But when I could find nothing except on. Alternative web pages, not, you know, established news or a trusted source, uh, just web pages. And if you use DuckDuckGo, if you haven't looked up, you can choose to search on the web, you can choose to search on news, I think I forget the third one was, never use it. So you do the search in news. You do the search in web, a thousand pages come up, all with the exact same headline, all copying the exact same story. Uh... It went totally viral. And It was totally fake news. There was that one report I couldn't even find one thing under news, not, not not one thing. And then another one was only half true. It's the one about well, if you go if you go over to my social media sites, you'll find them uh, in my profile, obviously. Uh, but anyway, it was. The fake news was this illegal alien in Texas, University of Texas came out and proudly said she's a she's an illegal oh she said undocumented immigrant and she got paid she got paid a scholarship for a full ride to Texas and there's nothing you can do about it. Now the fake news said that right after that one of the students reported her to ICE and they came and deported her and then the school kicked that student out for doing it. It sounds, it sounds like what would happen, but it didn't happen. Nobody reported to ICE. No one came and picked her up. Uh, she's a defiant little piece of crap, and somebody should come pick her up, but they won't because she's a dreamer. Free free ride. An illegal alien. Free scholarship. That, the first part I said was true. The second part about the student reporting in ICE, that didn't happen. However, that story went viral, as it was, all over the net. Please, people, we can't do this. So you, we're going to have to take a lot more time looking at stories and seeing, well, if it's only on, on you know, web pages that aren't regular news sites, or the ones we trust, like World Net Daily, CNS News, uh, those two are really the go-to for... I, I trust them. They won't, there won't be any fake news coming from them. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, nothing, so... It was fake news, and I had to report it as such. But the first part was true, and she should lose her scholarship at the very least and then be deported. I, Hey, look, it's is going to happen because he said he's not going to go out and, and go after the de- dreamers. But I have an argument to make, Trump. She went after us. She's daring us to do something about it. I'm an illegal alien. I got free college. There's nothing you can do about it. That's taxpayers' money. Going to an illegal alien could have went to one of our citizens. This is unacceptable. Calls the University of Texas, tell them get rid of that girl's... Get, get her out. Kick her out. She's an illegal alien. She needs to go. Whoever the scholarship is from, find out. And ha- lean on them. This is nonsense. We can't allow people to flaunt breaking the law. Oh, <laughs> Uh, all over the place. And th- we're going to do nothing about it. And this is nonsense. Forget about going after all the dreamers, Trump. Just get this one. Because she deserves it. Because I can't believe how entitled she behaved. That's our school system for you. Turns it turns out nothing but entitled little farts. Nah, I call them snowflakes. There's nothing special about them. Back to Benghazi. I know, we never actually got there, but... From Constitution.com. So much is still unknown about the terrorist attack on the U.S. mission in Benghazi, and every time we learn a little bit more, the official State Department, Protect Hitlery and Protect Obama's story crumbles a little bit more. The latest revelation is that not only did the State Department know that U.S. Benghazi security was in shambles, And they hired a different security company to take over security too late to provide security for the attack. But the State Department warned that new company, they better keep silent about what they knew and what the State Department knew. The owner, that second security, Terry Torres of Torres Advanced Enterprises, which operates in some of the most dangerous places in the world, Talk to Fox News after remaining silent for the past five years. They remained silent until now because they were threatened by a senior player in the Clinton State Department. Security at the State Department's Benghazi compound was so dire that another contractor was brought in to clean up the mess just two weeks before the 2012 terror attack and was later pressured to keep quiet by a government bureaucrat under then Secretary of State Hitlery e. Rotten Clinton, according to two men from the American Security Company. Brad Owens and Terry Torres of Torres Advanced Enterprise Solutions say they faced pressure to stay silent and get on the same page with the State Department with regard to security lapses that led to the deaths of four Americans. Asked if there was a specific effort by a senior State Department contracting officer, to silence them, Charos said, absolutely, absolutely. Double absolutely. Wow. Does anyone really believe that the order for Omerta was made without the knowledge, scratch that, was made at the behest of anyone but the Secretary of State at the time, Hitler, Rotten, Clinton? The original contract for Benghazi security was given to Blue Mountain, UK, a really small security company registered in Wales. The Benghazi contract was their first foray into diplomatic security. Okay, yeah, good, put them in Yemen, that's the idea. The original contract for Benghazi security... Oh, I did it, right? According to Owens and Torres, the Benghazi contract was their first foray into diploma- diplomatic security. Mm. One month before the attack, in August 2012, with the Blue Mountain Group still a charge, in charge of compound security, Ambassador Stevens and his team alerted the State Department via diplomatic cable that radical Islamic groups were everywhere and that the temporary mission compound could not withstand a coordinated attack. The classified cable was first reported by Fox News. The cable was addressed to the Office of Hitler, Rotten Clinton. So it's reasonable to ask you me, Ms. Clinton, knew about this emergency cable. By August 31st, 2012, the situation had deteriorated to the point that Owens and Torres said the State Department asked them to intervene. As Owens put it, an admission of the mistake of choosing the wrong company. They came back to us and said, can you guys come in and take over security? Owens said, so we were ready. But emphasized that time was against them, saying it would have taken two to three weeks to get set up. Unfortunately, Ambassador Chris Stevens, Information Officer Sean Smith and CIA operatives Glenn Daugherty and Tyrone Woods didn't have three to five weeks. They had 12 days. If the State Department realized a month earlier how awful the Benghazi security was, the four victims might be alive today. Yes, we will never forget Benghazi, or the butcher of Benghazi, Hitlery, rotten Clinton. You can call it Killery if you want to I, I, I do them both. Anyway, still finding out more and more. That's how you know it's a cover-up, when things just keep finding out a little here, a little there. We weren't supposed to find any of this out, because if Hitler won, that would be the end of it. You wouldn't know anything about anything. All this stuff coming to light is because Hitler lost. They didn't, They had to fix in. They were sure that Trump couldn't win. They helped Fox them. I'm telling you, besides the illegal aliens, the dead people, the double voters, <laughs> I mean, there's the uh, there's the machines that were rigged. Uh, there's every number of things. They just... And no one has no voter fraud. No one's ever been uh, tried for voter fraud. Well, someone's being tried for voter fraud now because I guess people are tired of hearing nobody's getting tried for voter crimes. And we... let, Please, let's get picture ID for voting. We don't need illegal aliens voting in our election. They've estimated about 3 million of them. Trump was right again. Again, wait for it. And it didn't that didn't count the double voters. Didn't count the ones that bust in. They didn't count the ones... That were dead that voted, they didn't count the ones from the uh nursing homes, absentee ballots that were actually filled out by someone else and let the people in the nursing home. There's so much corruption out there. She should have won hands down. They had about they had about a five to eight percent built in that Hitler get Hitler gets automatically. Well, how much did she win by the popular vote? By,
6: which is a lie as well.
3: She she did she yet well those numbers are what the numbers are what <laughs> happens when there's a rigged system, and that's when that is when the, the Co- electoral college really shines, and you see why it's there, because even with all that treachery, all that rigged system, everything against Trump, he still won. If it wasn't for the Electoral College, she'd have won. Illegally, because, again, the, those popular votes over Trump's were illegal votes. We know that. Oh, the three point, well, there's three point there was about three million illegal aliens alone. That's three million votes. Take it away. How many dead people voted? Take it away. How many college students voted in two states? Take it away. I can keep going with this. How many people are busted from out of state that shouldn't be able to vote and voted? It happened. That's how McAuliffe got elected. Pay attention. They are so corrupt. And the deep state is so entrenched. To them, it doesn't matter who wins elections. They're there for 20 to 40 years. They're really in charge. Those people just come and go. That's what Trump's running up against right now. The deep state knows better than Trump. Because, after all, they've been doing this job for 10, 15 years. They know what they're doing. No, you don't. You're doing all the wrong things, you morons. The only thing you're trying to do is destroy the country, which you've done a pretty good job of. And average uh, Trump's not doing enough. What a You know what kind of mess he walked into? He had no idea how bad. Even Dr. Gorka said he had no idea. He thought he was the most cynical person on the planet, and nothing could surprise him. He said, I I was totally surprised. This is way worse than I could have ever imagined. And uh, he's leaving not to stay away, but to fight from the outside, because he can't fight from within against them.
5: Yep, just like like, Bannon.
3: Right. And, And he said they'll be coming back with a whole bunch of people that are Trump supporters to replace these people. So they're out recruiting. Getting people lined up for getting in there, replacing these people.
6: Well, you know, and it's a good thing that they're doing this right now because it's got to be done before the end of his first term. Has to be, or the rest of it'll be a disaster. It Will not
3: be done before the end of his first term. This he could not do this in two terms. He could. This is so bad. He could have. It would take twenty years to undo this.
6: Well, I'm talking about them going out and recruiting new people.
3: Well, I know, but they're not going to completely drain the swamp. It's. It just takes. It's too. It's a time-consuming thing to do, but get people in the key positions is what I think he got. He's He's trying to do. I think that's what he's trying. to do. That's what I would do. But we'll have to see what he you does. Know, as, as always with Trump, you have to wait and see. Everybody's got an opinion on him. Every time he says so, oh, he's lying. Always did. Hey, yeah. Just wait for it. Two months later, he turns out right. Have some patience out there, folks. He's done a lot more than people even give credit for. People speaking supposedly for him came out, and, you know, he said, uh, "Well, his really his biggest, his only real accomplishment has been Judge Gorka.
6: No, no are you not, crazy? Not Judge Gorka. I mean,
3: not uh, 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 Gorsuch, Judge Gorsuch. I mean, what are you kidding me? He's got a he got a lot of judges appointed in all a lot of district courts that are still working on it. He got rid of 860 regulations. In the first hundred days, and he continues to strip down regulations. He's getting he's getting there. It's a it's a lot of work. It's a lot to undo, and the president cannot undo all of it by himself. The legislative branch has we have to take care of that at voting time. And for some reason, y'all just can't say you know for one term I'm going to vote for this idiot Democrat, so that next time around. Maybe we'll have a decent Republican candidate to put into place. Or a third party. Whatever ends up happening in the long run. Uh, I know everyone says third parties or blah, 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 blah. Third, fourth, fifth parties, I don't care how many parties there are. I, I just think the parties that say one, their platform says one thing and they do another, they need to go. And I think we should just totally abandon the Republicans. Totally. No Republicans... No demons, no Democrats, just third-party people that actually make sense. I, I'm not saying don't vote R or D if the R or D makes sense. D will never make sense, so forget that idea. Uh, but sometimes the R's do. Sometimes, like Trump, is a good pick. I'm going to tell you right now: nobody would be nobody would be fighting this hard against this deep state nonsense. No, none of them that were up there in the primaries. None of, they know about this. They, they're going to fight it. They're part of it. And it's a shame. And that's why I'm glad Trump got elected. Cause he's like, say what? <laughs> you did. Wait, what, they did what? <laughs> I, I, I can just imagine every day it'd be like that. What next? Just, I don't know. Trump, next thing you'll know, Trump is a transvestite.
6: No. Oh. That was Mom Obama.
3: Yeah, she was a tranny. I'm just saying, they're so ridiculous. The things they throw at him, they're all lies and made it contrived and made up nonsense. And y'all, a lot of you buy an way too much. <clears throat> Trump is busting his backside fighting. And you're not giving him any help, Never Trumpers. Every conservative out there should be behind Trump's agenda. I don't care if it's perfect. I don't care if you don't get everything you want. The idea is to turn the ship around. It takes a lot of effort to turn a ship around. And time, depending on the size of the ship, and this is a big one. And then we we can talk about sailing back to the shores. But now we have to turn the boat around. And they don't want it turned around. It's like having gremlins in your rudder system. Stopping you from turning. That's what they're doing. They're just obstructing resistance. Obstructing. Obstructing his whole agenda. Our agenda. We the people. We want his agenda. We're tired of their agenda. Anyway. I'll I'll tell you more about that later. (laughs) I'm never going to end up talking about this. This is ridiculous, and I can't stand conservatives that are actually helping the left. I'm sorry. If you're fighting Trump, you're helping the left. That's what you're doing. And look, we're trying to get eight years of Trump and then eight years of Pence. That's that's the goal.
6: Because that's how long it's going to take that's to even 16 make 16
3: years. To make
6: a dent in the, monast- in the minutia that's up 16 there. 16
3: years, make a pretty deep dent. 16 years. Still will be all done. Maybe it maybe it'll happen faster than I think it will. Well,
6: maybe people maybe the rats
3: will jump the ship. Well, there'll be some of that depending on the. They already have. Depending on what what the punishment is, and and if they're going through everybody, uh, then some people will just say, "I I I I I can retire early. (laughs) I can take a bonus payout."
6: Yeah, which is disgusting in itself.
3: I know, but just getting rid of them, it's worth it. Just to get rid of them, it's worth it
6: poison the rats you
3: know just shrink this government down so much and that's going to take a long time to restore the republic will take even longer hopefully by then we have enough people in america that understand the constitution and understand limited government and if there's enough at that time then we can restore the republic because only we the people can do this nobody up there can do it I can't, I've been telling you for years, send people up there, but don't expect them to do it. Don't, don't expect them to make any drastic changes up there, because it just doesn't happen. We have to do it out here. We have to get our states, so that we state governments stand up to the federal government and say, no, I'm not paying for that. That's right. I don't want the Department of Education. It doesn't educate anybody. It doesn't help anybody. It hurts. Get rid of it. Let local people fund their own schools. So they can decide what kind of teachers they want. What kind of school books they want. Not this nonsense. Textbooks that are all been politicized. Completely politicized. There's only three manufacturers in the whole country, last time I checked. And they all have those PC boards. Where they go over every word and make sure there's enough gender identification. No snowman. It's a snow person. It's not even a person, you fool. It's made of snow. And if I made it, I could call its gender whatever I want, like God. See, that works. Anyway, it seems like we have to go to a break. Junk so, Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: socialists you will be assimilated your
5: individual liberties personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own
1: resistance is futile
4: if you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments listen carefully to this urgent alert have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments
1: That's 800-797-1256. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates, so call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class.
3: Jeff Robert's Radio Show, hour half of one. Call the number 406-565-4189. That's 406-565-4189. Autumn Equinox. Yeah. It's not, the Autumn Equinox.
6: Not too thrilled. You know what that means, right? <laughs> it means we're going to lose <laughs> light.
3: We already started losing light. <laughs> but the Autumn Equinox is uh turning point. We'll tell you a little bit more about it. <clears throat> a. I don't know why it says A. Day. 12 things to know about. Oh, I do know now. 12 things to know about the September equinox from the tree hugger. See, he's supposed to indent that. That's why I got confused. See, if I tap, do a little tab there. See, now I know it's a subset. All right. Everyone's going, what is he talking about? For, don't worry about it. One this year, 2017, the autumn equinox, or autumnal equinox, arrives precisely at 4:02 p.m. Eastern Daylight Saving Time on Friday, September the 22nd. Here we are, ta-da! <laughs> Unlike an event such as New Year's midnight that follows the clock around the time zones, equinoxes happen at the same moment Everywhere. There are two equinoxes annually, vernal and autumnal, marking the beginning of spring and fall. They are opposite for the northern and southern hemispheres. So, for those of you in the south, happy spring! (laughs) They'll say that when I'm in fall up here, covered with snow in my mouth. Uh, All right, uh, three. The autumnal equinox happens the moment the sun crosses the celestial equator, which is an imaginary line in the sky that corresponds to Earth's equator. Old Farmer's Almanac describes it as a plane of Earth's equator projected out into the sphere. Every year this occurs on September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in the Northern Hemisphere. For from... Here on, nights are longer than days, and days continue to get shorter until December, when the light will begin its slow climb back to long summer days. It's starting to get dark here now, 7.30. When the light will begin to slow climb back to long summer days, winter solstice is technically the shortest day of the year, while the summer solstice in June boasts the most sunlight. Hence, the four seasons as illustrated below. I guess you won't be able to see the illustration. No, I'm not going to TV. I can't afford the data. Five, because it takes the Earth around 365.25 days to orbit the sun. And why we have a leap year every four years. The precise time of the equinoxes varies from year to year. Usually happening around six hours later on successive years. On leap years... The date jumps back an entire day. 6. Equinox comes from the Latin word meaning equi, meaning equal, and nox, meaning night. This implies that there will be equal amounts of daylight and darkness, however, such is not exactly the case. 7. This year, the sun will rise at 6.43 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time on the equinox and will set at p.m., giving us nine minutes of day overnight. Although the sun is perfectly over the equator, we mark sunrises and sunsets at the first and last minute the tip of the dusk appears. Also, because of atmospheric refraction, light is bent, which makes it appear like the sun is rising or setting earlier. 8. Exactly equal day and night, won't happen until sunrise and sunset occur precisely 12 hours apart which depends on a location's latitude the closer to the equator the closer it is to the equinox this day is known as the equilux lux being latin for light yeah no kidding isn't that pretty nine for the astrology minded the morning of the autumnal equinox is when the sun enters libra the sign of balanced scales equal day and night. Balanced scales see a connection here. 10. As for other celestial orb, we obsess on the full moon near the autumnal equinox is called the harvest moon for the luminosity that affords farmers the ability to work late. It's also been called the full corn moon. The harvest moon is usually associated with the summer, uh, the September full moon, but this year. The September full moon occurred on September 5-6. Since the October full moon does not does her magic on October 5th, it will be closer to the equinox and thus officially makes the harvest moon title. 11. In China, In China, in China the September equinox is celebrated during the mid-autumn festival known as the Moon Festival. The bounty of summer's harvest is celebrated and the festivities are rampant with moon cakes, round pastries made from bean paste and other sweet and or savory ingredients. I wonder if that's when they got the idea for moon pies. 12. This year on the equinox, as happens every year, the sun will rise precisely due east and will set precisely due west. Everywhere on earth, except at the north and south poles, there is a due east and due west point on the horizon by observing the sun as it travels along this path on September 22nd. No matter where you are, you can see where that point it for you location. What? You can see where that point it at for your, you can see where the point it, we can see where that point it for your location. I can't make heads or tails on how to fix that. Pick a landmark, make a mental note, and enjoy the knowledge that while so much in this world is in flux, the sun is constant and will remain to its perfect east and west on days of equinox. Yes, when when I was up north of Fairbanks and Fox, Alaska, up in the uh, up on the knobs, uh, the sun. They they thought the locals thought they were going to trip me up. They he's saying, uh, "All right, so you you live in the wilderness, you tra- you hike, you know how to, you know tell where you are by the sun and so forth." I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, okay, where's sunrise and sunset here? I said, "Well, sunrise is northeast and sunset is northwest. Sun traveling in a U pattern, so you can't really." It's hard to use just the sun because it it does a U. It doesn't go straight across. It does a U. So you gotta know what time of day it is, take a shadow, and you can adjust. But it's it's a lot harder to grasp the whole how to navigate by the sun with a when the sun rises and sets in a U pattern. It's not the same as when you're lower down. The lower you are, the straighter it is. It's the closer are to the crater, the straighter that sunrise and sunset is. And the farther you get north and south, obviously, you could, you get into U patterns, and then of course you get into long winters of nothing but night, no sunrises at all. It's just night all winter long. It's kind of cool. Where was I? All oh, the poles. Uh, pick a pick a landmark, make it a mental note, enjoy the knowledge. Not so much is in flux that won't be in flux. It'll be. Everybody should go outside enough to watch the sun and see how it moves where you live. Because one day you might need that sun to figure out where you need to get to. It's more likely to happen than you think. Anyway, moving right along. We still have nothing for this one. (laughs) I don't know what this is. The Looney Tooney Global Warming Report. Hope you like the show. Mm-hmm. From WorldNet Daily. Just as prominent climate change scientists are adopting their models predicting global warming were wrong, the city of San Francisco is suing five of the world's largest oil and gas companies based on the scientific consensus. There's, First of all, you can tell it's not science because there's no such thing in science as a scientific consensus. Nothing. Science has never settled ever. That man, mankind, is causing catastrophic damage to the planet through fossil fuels and other carbon emissions. Man, these people are too stupid to know. There's no way you can win this case. Who do you think is making all the solar panels besides China? Who do you think? It, who do you think did all the R and D research and development on solar panels? They're the energy companies. They don't call themselves oil companies. They're energy companies. They sell solar panels. They make and sell solar panels. They're into in windmills. They're, it, they're, they're into alternative energy. It's just not practical yet. And we're not causing anything to happen. That is bald-faced lie. They're going to use every every crisis as an example. Like, oh, look, when has there ever been three hurricanes? In oh, wow. It, uh, it turns out, like, in the 70s, and the exact same thing happened. Exactly. And the same look, the same picture of the hurricanes lying right up on the top of the other in an overlay. Yet they say the biggest storms in history constantly. They're lying. Weather repeats itself. It's on a cycle. Nothing you can do is going to change that. Not yet. I mean, I guess if we blow up all the nuclear bombs in the world, that would probably end us. But, other than that, you're burning fossil fuels, it's hurting nothing. And electric cars cause yeah, power plants to use more fuel. So, whether it's coal or natural gas, you're increasing, quote-unquote, fossil fuels. I don't know how gas is fossil fuels. By the way, oil, it, it's not, a, not made from fossils. The whole term fossil is useless. Scientifically, it should have been eliminated. There's, the Earth makes oil. It literally makes oil. Look it up. It's already been proven. Is that a theory? Well, how do dry wells suddenly become good wells again? If, if it's just because fossils... There's no new fossils to make oil out of. So how come the... The whole the well filled back up again and was a productive oil well again when they went back years later. And they've done this with more than one, and it all the ones they had tapped out dead and moved on, they went back to it. Guess what? There was oil there. I think it's called amorphic, ap- apomorphic. I can never remember what they call tried started calling this. Uh, this is not, it, it was a theory for a long time that I said, but it's been proven in re, real world. Uh, this is not a new theory, it's been around for a while. And of course, because it doesn't make sense, that buried dinosaur carbon life form turns into oil. Otherwise, our cemeteries should be full of oil soon. Yes? Let's no, just say it. Well we got a bunch of buried people under there, they have the same carbon life form. As you, know, you go down to the to the components, same as the dinosaurs. How come humans don't turn into oil? Because that's not how it works. That's it's, it's ludicrous. I always thought it was stupid, but now it's ludicrous. Uh, the lawsuit filed Tuesday in California, of course, the Ninth Circus, accuses the oil companies, including Chevron, ExxonMobil, and ConocoPhillips, of ignoring warnings that fossil fuels would cause global warming, and of engaging in campaigns to discredit the claims of the climate scientists, the ass Press reported. You do know they have all this evidence against you, right? Including all the, the, the emails that they hacked, that were leaked, that you, you, the scientists said they made it all up. They were just making it all up. Because... They did. They just made it all up. The point of this is global socialism. The creator of the IPCC stand on its creation. I I hope this will bring about global socialism. So there's their goal. Their goal is nothing about climate. It's to use climate as a tool to bring about global socialism. And of course, that means we, we have to be punished, America. We have to give our energy, money, resources to these third world hellholes because they can't can't even dig a hole for themselves why should we why should our standard of living go down to bring up other people's because that's that's what this social justice nonsense is all about it's just like it's like America is a full glass of water and all these third world countries and stuff they're a quarter of a glass of water I'm being generous now, what happens is you take the glass that's full and you pour it into the glass that's only a quarter full until both of them are equal. What happened to the water in the first glass that was full? Now it's what? Oh, it's like half full, right? Equal, with, the, but the other ones are equal. They're both half full. That's social justice. We have to come down so others go up. That's, of course, untrue and nonsensical. Only in a global socialist world. Uh, no, these people can learn how to fend for themselves. These people can learn how to I don't know, farm, hunt, uh, dig for oil. I, I don't know, mine, learn how to mine. It's a th- they can learn anything. I mean, come on. how? Just ask. I guarantee you, there are people willing to go and and teach you how to take care of yourselves. There's no reason for people to starve in all these places. They have plenty of land. They just don't know what to do with it. Oh, I don't think it has anything to do with their skin color. I think it just has to do with they they just don't know how to do it because they've never done it, and they kicked out the people that don't know how to do it, so now they're stuck. So these people, by the way, again... They're too stupid to know that they also make solar panels and windmills, especially solar panels. All of them make solar panels. How you gonna, how's that going to work out in the lawsuit? Oh, we did nothing. I'm not. What are you talking about? Been making solar panels for a decade now. Oh, by the way, solar panels were created. Oh, solar panel energy? You know when that was created? Early 1800s. That's when the patent was filed. Windmills, as you know, go back forever because they were used to mechanically do things like uh, turn a grinding wheel to mill or or take a pump for a well. But they, that was very popular everywhere, uh, using a windmill to pump the water from the well. Don Quixote, how old that story is? Windmills. This is old. <laughs> We've modernized. It's just old technology. It's nothing new. Solar's nothing. It was just impractical. Always has been impractical. Heck, I think it was early, first solar panel. I can't remember. Was it early 1900s, late 1800s? Is rich guys. High-rise building in New York City had the first solar panels. So, it's not a mystery. It's not like we don't know, but you have to perfect it so it's cost effective and it isn't cost effective right now. It's getting better because battery technology is getting better. So it's getting better, but I don't know what this guy did to our economy. Caesar, it, it's likely slowed a whole bunch of stuff down that should have, or, should have been already taken off. He's killed our economy. And that's what happens when you have big government intervention. It kills your economy. It kills manufacturing specifically. Notice, all the manufacturing kind of went overseas except for very limited stuff. And some things are, they're not allowed to make here. Did you know that? They're, I think there's something, I can't remember, was it the guy, was it from uh, um, the lighter company, Zippo? Was it him that said that? He, he, everything's made in America except for this one part that he, they're not allowed to make, so they have to import
6: There's a couple of manufacturing uh Goods, if you want to say goods, that that is true. Also, it's not just one. Oh, it's all. It's not.
3: Uh, this is just one. That was just one prime example I knew of and followed the case. I'm sure lots more. But again, take your head out of the manhole cover so, so you can step aside because the bus is coming for you. All right, out of the manhole. Sorry. I could hear them all screaming, you put your head in a manhole cover? Man. Picky, picky. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The city of Oakland, at least two California counties and another city have filed separate but similar suits. Oh, by the way, city of Oakland is kind of weird. One side is the ghetto. The other side's rich. See the other side of the lake. I think.
6: See, and that's the place that I was gonna. I, I forgot to tell. Yeah, Dad you were go to the bad place. Though. Well, I know, and I kept saying to her, "I go, Do you, I can't remember this place." And one's good side, one's a bad side. And she lived in California. She's like, you know, I'm blanking out too.
3: <laughs> oh, it's Oakland. The ghetto there is very, very violent. Uh, a lot like New York City ghettos. I used to work as a ghetto paramedic in New York City. Anyway, where were we? I've done a lot of things. Now, you'd be surprised. I started when I was a teenager. I just Anything I wanted to do, I just went and did it. So I've had a lot of different jobs. Alright, back to San Francisco. Claiming the oil companies have created a public nuisance. It wants to be reimbursed for the costs of seawalls and other infrastructure that officials claim are needed to protect... Against okay, climate change, like now, only those nine circuits would even hear this case. You cannot ask the court to reimburse you for something you haven't done yet. First, you have to build it. Then you get reimbursed. They don't want to get reimbursed. They want them to pay for it. But none of the none of their fears are based on any science. It's, they're not going to need a seawall. First of all, people are built. On the beach, should probably suspect it's going to be underwater one day. Put it on stilts. Have half a brain. Hurricane proof it. And yes, it can be done. Everything I built would withstand a hurricane when I was down south. <laughs> but I just get laughs from my neighbors in come over looking at my woodshed. It's like, my God, I can just a hurricane. I'm going to chain myself to this thing. They're. They were right. They could do that. (laughs) That thing was built to withstand a hurricane. No problem. All right. Anyway, I just, sorry. I'm in a talkative mood tonight.
6: Well, good. (laughs) Let's talk radio.
3: (laughs) (laughs) However, just last week, Nature Geoscience published a study admitting that computer modeling used a decade ago to predict how quickly global average temperatures would rise may have forecast too much warming. Well, here's the problem. the last decade, we've been cooling. We haven't been growing in heat at all. We've been we, cooling. Not, not how. No. That's why they call it climate change now. Because, uh, but still. No, we're on a, cycle, we're on a cooling cycle now. We, stick with me. It's called nature, science. All right, same thing with uh, man-made. No, no, man-made global warming. No, cosmic particles have something to do with it. Sun has mostly to do with it. <laughs> Uh, man, is a, a carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. A, it, more carbon dioxide will mean more green things, which means more food for people. And that's a good thing. So think about that for a while before you go two de, it ain't going to two degrees, it has got two degrees ever. I'll tell you what, I live here. I'm going to, I wish I had money. I wanted to get a weather station set up so I could uh, show you all the, um, uh, uh, not global warming global warming i know well right now i just need money to fix my truck all right where was i uh miles allen professor of geosystem science at the university of oxford and one of the studies authors told the times newspaper of london we haven't seen that rapid acceleration in warming after 2000 that we see in the models, we haven't seen that in the obs- observations. Of course not, because it's a it's junk science. And now we've got it's been around long enough that we can see that we weren't supposed to get this far, where we could see how wrong they were. We we're supposed to panic and let them have this socialist thing and like, overnight. Instead, we were. You we said, I don't think so. We have enough problems in our economy, and now. Through observation, not theorizing, they could see that the models were wrong. They just admitted that it was wrong. According to the Times, another of the paper's authors, Michael Grubb, a professor of international energy and climate change at University College London, uh uh-oh, Admitted his earlier forecasting models had overplayed how temperatures would rise. Oh, you think so? We should trust it now, right? You, oh, you got it fixed? You tweaked it or something, right? Huh? Yeah. You know anybody that programs a computer knows how junk this is. But I got to go to break. Should Cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, gauze we we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the Internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com And now, a message to freshman Tea Party-backed Senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham.
4: Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, Uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing?
1: You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington.
6: Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E-1 through E-6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at OperationHomefront.net.
5: President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the President, Mr. President... With all due respect,
4: you were making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols.
5: That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here, um, Director Comey made a great mistake.
0: So I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol.
5: Sitting FBI director has abused his power. He was acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans.
4: End of story.
5: I think that uh, Comey acted in an outrageous way.
4: Should he step down?
5: I think he should take a hard look at uh, what he has done, uh, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people.
0: Do you believe that uh, Jim Comey should resign, Senator Reid? Of
6: course. The answer is that he resigns by midnight tonight. All I can tell you is the FBI director has no credibility.
4: I am officially running for president of the United
6: States. Could he actually win?
2: No freaking way!
6: Which
1: Republican (laughs) candidate has the best chance of winning the general election?
6: Donald Trump.
1: There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States.
6: You're not going to be President, A all man right? who will never be President of the United States.
5: Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He
6: will never be President. Donald Trump is not going
5: to become President of the United States.
4: He's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference?
0: Of course! They made all the difference! This
4: race is over.
0: Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump. Vastly outspending him. The
4: presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your
1: analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. Do you still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do.
6: And what would Donald Trump have
5: to do to turn things around? prayer, and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America, the fight for the presidency. We don't
4: care. Oh, okay, half Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. No, we, don't we, don't care we about in Kentucky. Indiana. Okay.
1: Indiana with its west. Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote. North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, uh, <laughs> up and down the middle of the country,
4: all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yeah, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio.
3: Corporate radio show, hour two.
6: I will never, never stop playing that clip. I know. And the fire and calming—what a bunch of hypocrites! Those people are bat s crazy. All of them. They—I think they all have a mental disorder. Maybe they all have tumors. They're Maybe they're sharing their tumors. They're
3: progressive by definition they have a mental disorder.
6: Maybe they're not, you know, irrigating the water enough in Washington.
3: It's not the water. All right, back to this article about oil companies and
6: idiots suing them. Idiots
3: suing them that don't have a bat chance in hell except except if they find if they judge shop.
6: Which they are. They're going to the ninth nice circus.
3: Oh yeah, it's enough said. Yeah, it's gonna we already know how they're gonna decide. They don't follow the law, they follow emotion. Like most progressives. No, it's a bad thing, Progs. It means you're too stupid to think. Anyway, where were we? London admitted earlier forecasting models had overplayed how temperatures would rise. You think? Uh AP reported, Chevron said in a statement regarding the lawsuit that it welcomes serious attempts to address climate change. No, man made climate change. Can't leave that out, because climate change all climate changes all the time. Ask anybody. Really? Pay attention. But the lawsuits do not do that. ExxonMobil said the claims in the lawsuit were without merit, and ConocoPhillips said it doesn't comment on pending litigation. Scientists, skeptical of the theory of man-made climate change, argue that satellite and weather balloon readings show only a 0.28 degrees Celsius warming since 1979, a rate that would equal less than 0.75 degrees Celsius over 100 years. Stephen Hayward, in a and of course... Climate changes. it's not just going to keep going in that direction. It's going to reach its pinnacle and then it's going to drop again, just like it always does. Stephen Haywood, in a post for the Powerline blog, pointed out that the most ambitious global efforts to combat climate change, the Paris Climate Accord, even if fully implemented, promises to barely slow global warming. Noting former NSA chief James Hansen called the agreement a fraud. Howard Hayward also recalled a statement by study author Grubb at the Paris Climate Summit in 2015 indicating the authoritarian political agenda of many global warming theorists who are on record advocating forced global wealth redistribution. Oh, didn't I say that before the break? I think I was, I think I did. Grubb said referring to the Paris Climate Accord goal for reducing temperature, all the evidence from the past 15 years leads me to conclude that actually delivering 1.5 degrees Celsius is simply incompatible with democracy. The scientist's statement said Hayward was a revealing slip of the mask when President Donald J. Trump announced in June that the U.S. was pulling out of the Paris Agreement, Tim Ball, a retired climatologist at the University of Winnipeg and author of The Deliberate Corruption of Climate Science, told WorldNet Daily that, aside from relying on false science, the Paris Climate Accord was a bad deal economically and was deliberately designed to punish the United States. Ball said the Paris Climate Deal was the latest incarnation of the old Kyoto Protocol from the 1990s, that sought to redistribute wealth from the industrial nations, he contends, the Green Climate Fund, which is part of the Paris Agreement, is the latest effort in that regard. Of course it is. Ball pointed out the non-binding nature of the agreement, which is the only way the deal could be struck. Means most nations have not contributed what they've pledged to the Green Climate Fund. An inconvenient truth it's a hoax ladies and gentlemen it's just like like i said redistribution of wealth and own oh, and energy well energy is wealth too though it's just the the fact that they don't even know that they make solar power they just don't know i studied all this cuz i live off grid all right frodo frodo Voter fraud does exist. From CNS News. If you have no idea what happened at the second meeting of uh, President Donald Trump's advisory commission on election integrity in New Hampshire on September the 12th, I'm not surprised. Though a horde of reporters attended the meeting, most all of the media stories that emerged from it simply repeated the progressive left's mantra that the commission is a sham. Almost no one covered the substantive and very concerning testimony of 10 expert witnesses on the problems that exist in our voter registration and election system. Because they're they're the ones that cause the problems The witnesses included academics, election lawyers, state election officials, data analysis, software experts, and computer scientists. The existing and potential problems they exposed would give an American with any common sense and any concern for our diplomatic process cause for alarm. The first panel included Andrew Smith of the University of New Hampshire, Kimball Brace of Election Data Services, Inc., and John Lott. They testified about historical election turnout statistics and the effects of election integrity issues on voter confidence. Lott also testified that his statistical analysis shows that the contrary to the narrative myth pushed by some voter, voter ID does not depress voter turnout. In fact, there is some evidence that it may increase turnout because it increases public confidence in elections. In a second panel, I don't know, the second battle, Donald Palmer, the former chief election official in two states, Florida and Virginia, testified about the problems that exist in state voter registration systems. He made a series of recommendations to improve the accuracy of voter rolls, including working toward interop, interoperability. That's the one I haven't heard in a while. Interoperability. 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 Okay, got it. Interoperability. of um, State voter lists so that states can identify and remove duplicate registration of citizens who are registered to vote in more than one state. Robert, here's another thing. We should block college students from voting in-state unless they're in-state college students. If they're out-of-state legal aliens, they don't get to vote in the state. They go vote in their home state, or they do absentee ballots to their home state, but you don't get to vote where you're going to college. You're not a resident. You pay out-of-state tuition. You're not a resident. And if you're illegal, you're not even supposed to be here. Uh, blah, 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 blah the National Voter Registration Act that requires states to maintain the accuracy of voter lists. He said there has been a pervasive failure by state and county officials to comply with the National Voter Registration Act and complained about the under-enforcement of state laws against voter fraud. Ken Block of Simpatico Software Systems gave a stunning report on the comparison that His company did a voter registration and voter history data from 21 states. He discussed how difficult and expensive it was to get voter data from many states. Data that is supposed to be freely available to the public. According to Block, the variability in access, quality, cost, and data provided impedes the ability to examine voter activity between states. Yep. Using an extremely conservative matching formula that included name, birth date, and social security number, Block found approximately 8,500 voters who voted in two different states in the November 2016 election, including 200 couples who voted illegally together. He estimated that there would be 40,000 duplicate votes if data from every state were available. Of those duplicate voters, 2,200 cast a ballot in Florida, four times George W. Bush's margin of victory in 2000. His analysis indicates a high likelihood of voter fraud. Okay. And that there is likely much more to be found.
6: Now, when they do the stupid margin of error, I mean, it could be like two percentage points. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And the only reason that this is getting investigated is because Donald Trump ordered it.
3: Well, it's not only that. They're non-compliant with the, reg- with the Voter Registration Act. So they they need to be whacked. Now... Got to be able to enforce... If federal law is constitutional, you have to be able to enforce federal law.
6: Except that voting goes to the states.
3: Correct. Except for certain things. Uh, I think time the time of voting is what the federal government gets to do and actually making it all happen and doing all the stuff that's the state job and so they they do have it over they do have oversight so the states should comply with the act it's just it's just data less you won't do it cuz they know how much voter fraud there is they know that's why why otherwise why wouldn't you yeah there you go <laughs> they're hiding something, right? It's a little common sense there. Uh, I don't. I know it's dead, but I'm trying to resuscitate it.
6: Well, but what you said earlier, even with all of this, he still won. But right. this is outrageous. I mean, that's a lot of people. That was George W. Bush. Now, when they're talking about Trump, still, either way, it's a lot of people. Yes, it was, and
3: that was a nightmare down there. I lived there at the time. You did too, right? Uh huh. <laughs> we were married. I hope so. Yeah, we so we lived through that hanging chad... Crap. ...election. It was obvious, and I wasn't even that...
6: Politically savvy.
3: Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't understand history constitutional like I do now. I was just beginning to be interested in the process, and it drove me nuts because I knew Gore was trying to steal that election. I knew. Why? Because I read the book How to Steal an Election by... Uh, Some guy from Chicago, he's famous, a famous left-wing activist, I mean a hacktivist, I don't know what the heck to call him, Uh, operative to say the least. So he wrote a book on how to steal an election, and if you ever read the book, you'd know that it was textbook case of Florida. As a matter of fact, Daly, that was his name. As a matter of fact, one of his, one of his uh, king went down to Florida to help Gore steal the election. Didn't know that, did you? I know all kinds of interesting stuff yes they were trying to steal the election they did succeed in stealing the election twice with obama he did not win fair and square. no he didn't we did not vote him in for his skin color nope. especially at the second time it was out and out voter fraud they've rigged the election system that's how obama just won two in a row well, who who would vote for that man twice except idiots I'm sorry if you voted for him twice, you're an idiot. A useful idiot to them. Not to me. Anyway. It's time to wake up. We don't have time to wait anymore. We have a reprieve. Let's utilize it to try and restore as much of the republic as we can. Hopefully, we will get 16 years. As a member of the commission, I testified about the Heritage Foundation's election fraud database. That non-comprehensive database has 1,071 examples of proven incidents of fraud, ranging from one illegal vote to hundreds. It includes 938 criminal convictions, 43 civil penalties, and miscellaneous other cases. Heritage is about to add another 19 cases to the database, This is likely just the tip of the iceberg, since many cases are never prosecuted and there is no central source for information on election fraud. The commission also heard about a report published by Sean Jasper, the Republican speaker of the New Hampshire House of Representatives. That report stated that over 6,500 individuals in 2016 used an out-of-state driver's license to take advantage of New Hampshire's Same-day registration law to register and vote on Election Day. How cute. That's why we fight those things. Because they're designed to encourage voter fraud, to make it easier. That's what they do. That's what the Democrats have been doing. They have the system rigged. That's why it was such a surprise when Hitler lost. They didn't even fathom the possibility Because they had it rigged that much. I told you it was about 8%. We're not even talking about the illegal aliens, double voters, and all that. Just take 8% away. She still loses the popular vote.
6: That just goes to show that more people turned out to vote this time than ever in in records than ever before. Because there was no way. It didn't happen. It was less than 50%. Then how did this happen? How did he become, if this was so bad. This was the people that vote.
3: Of the people that voted, he won. But a good half of the country didn't vote. Now, that sounds like, oh my God. You have to understand, a lot of people in the ghetto don't vote. Unless they bus them somewhere, they pay them and bus them somewhere. They just don't vote. So, in each inner city, all these ghettos put together, how many people is that? How many millions? So, then is the disaffected voter. And then they're the idiots like I, I was growing up in New York that I didn't want any part of politics. I didn't watch the news, didn't read the newspaper. It's all depressing and I can't do anything about it, so who cares? That's how I was raised. That's how it was. I had to open my own eyes. Well, it could have been other, it could be anybody, but the whole Bill Clinton thing really set me off. And that's when I really started getting into the politics of it and I went through a whole long change. It took a very long time, and if you'd listen, even if you'd listen to the radio show 11 years ago, I was a, its like a completely different person because I never stopped learning. And when I learn, I grow, and when you grow, that's good. Anyway, what? what were, oh, we're talking about heritage, yeah. Okay, where were I? Uh Despite a law that requires an individual with an out-of-state license to obtain a new Hampshire license within 60 days of establishing residency in the state, only 15.5 percent have done so. That—that that is a stupid law that I violated everywhere I went because I traveled all over the place and we're always there for 90 days. I'm not going to re-register, I get a new license, re-register my vehicle. Every time we went to a new, a new place.
6: Well, when I was a travel nurse. Yes. So was- I
3: didn't until, until finally I came here and, uh, they decided I had established residency and I had to get by, I didn't do the registration cause it didn't run out yet. Like, I, want, I got all my money worth. It was 200 something bucks. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to run out, but you know, then we got a ticket and so I had to go get it done. But all the other states, nobody bothered me about it at all, thankfully, uh because that would have been just a nightmare
6: well, we were that each, we were at each place thirteen weeks three months thirteen weeks my uh, my assignments are thirteen weeks each thirteen weeks mm-hmm. I thought there were three months now thirteen weeks you keep saying that yeah I, mean, I just did in my article on travel nursing, and it's still the same. I thought they would change it. But it's still the same. The assignments are 13 weeks, even to this day. 13 weeks
3: divided by? I don't know. 30.
6: That's a month and a week.
3: All right. We got a month, right? A month is four weeks. Right. So,
6: two months? Eight weeks. Three months? 12 weeks.
3: Three months, one week
6: still it's just it's 13 weeks that's how i always looked at it
3: <laughs> it'd be said to people that like it doesn't just like it didn't <laughs> register to you that that was more than 90 days which is 30 months uh so again uh, in many places we were always over the requirements that they had which is just ridiculous even a construction worker they have out-of-state construction workers coming and stuff you're only going to be here to do the job. You're going back home. You got to register. You get re-register when you go back home. That's just stupid. That's
6: the state's way of making money. Just like they did with me. Every state I had to go. Yeah, and but it's,
3: it's licensed. It's not reasonable, and therefore not enforceable. And therefore, if I really wanted to fight that ticket in court, I would have. I was too sick back then.
6: But serious, Brian. Like you said, I was there for three months. I had to pay for a, a year's worth of nursing license and you had for three to, months. Well, you would
3: have to register your vehicle for how many year's that is in whatever state, and then as soon as you went to your next the next post, you'd have to do it again. Well, and I was you talk- know how many license plates we carried
6: around with us? We could have made a wall of license plates. And I was talking to this uh, the same subject with Deb, my the woman that I do the Woman of the Revolution show. And the same thing has to go with, like you're saying, they're in, in there in plumbing. So every place he has to, if he's going to go out of state, he's got to get a license, a plumbing license for that state. And I said, well, you know what? Well, you All know, the nurses they learn the same thing, okay, no, across I, the board.
3: I'm, I'm sticking the, with states' rights on this one.
6: Okay, but I, I I'm going to go. against I understand it on this
3: one. Uh, what how inconvenient it was, but still, I don't want to. I don't want to give the federal government any more power for anything. So every state's different. You have to deal with a state when you go to the state, and that's the way it no, is. No, no,
6: but I'm going on the vein at the same thing that they're doing with the guns. They want reciprocity. I know,
3: and and you and want, that would be state want, by state by well, state. Well, actually, they want national concealed carry. That's what they want. The NRA, right? But, ha, they have no power. It's <laughs> second amendment says just, I, we can do it. It doesn't say we have to get pay for it or anything says not infringed, and not infringed means not touched, not chewed around the edges. It means you can't charge me a fee. Yeah, but there is... Well, yeah, because we got to print the thing out. Yeah, well, yeah okay, I, I don't care how inefficient you are. It doesn't cost that money to print a card. So, yeah, you can charge me whatever it costs, print the card. But Well, that's one of the things else. we
6: had to find out about.
3: And that lawsuit actually happened in Florida, and we won. And I got some money back.
6: We had to find out what states had ref- reciprocity oh, yeah. with
3: Florida. I didn't have to. I checked, but I didn't care.
6: No, I know you didn't <laughs> care, but it actually exists. So I'm thinking the same yes. system should exist A- for nursing licenses. Actually,
3: it it exists more than it did at the time we did it. But they're looking for national carry. I
6: understand, but I'm talking about reciprocity for I'm nurses licenses. I'm not for licenses.
3: national. I'm not for national. Uh, recipro- yeah, well, for nursing licenses. Uh, then go ahead and uh, go to the state and...
6: But I mean, that's not unreasonable to ask for that, is it?
3: No, it's not reasonable as long as... See, here's, here's the kicker. It depends on what the differences are among the requirements for a license in every state. If there is a state that has lax licensing or a bunch of states, then the other states aren't going to recognize your license. That's just not going to happen. Because they have higher requirements. As you know, some places made you... Uh, I don't know that you did blood tests, you did did you ever do a uh, lie detector test or something? No. <laughs> they made me do that more than once.
6: No, I didn't have to do it. They just did a you know, the background check and one play, in actually in Alaska they made me get fingerprinted. I had a freaking cow.
3: And then there was the constant shots they wanted you to get, even though you already got it.
6: I know. I carried my medical records around with me, so <laughs> You had to. It was like I'm like I just got that I just got that of it. I'm not
3: doing it again. Sorry, really, you can't do it again. You're only supposed to get inoculated once, not every three months. weeks.
6: <laughs> I had to fight that too. <laughs> I was like, no way. Oh, I no. know you
3: got blood tested though. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, really? For uh for a license from someone coming in out of state that's already has a license, you could require a blood test? What the heck you looking for.
6: Yeah, and you know how what we're talking about all of this these um State to state things are more stringent than the state to, than the voting thing we we're just talking about. Like it's like willy nilly for this, but God forbid I go to another state as a nurse.
3: Well, because this benefits the Prague establishment. You come in front of another state, they don't give a crap about you. That's the problem. They don't give a crap about you. There are governments that just don't. Oddly enough, Colorado was paying the backside, and yet they got. Recreational marijuana passed. I think their priorities are a little skewed, but... Oh no, I have no problems with that. The the national government has no power over drugs. It's an illusion. It's something they took. It's not something we gave them. Therefore, it doesn't exist. Therefore, it shall not be enforced. Alright, back to this. Um... Many have tried to explain this away by saying those voters must all have been college students living in New Hampshire. Perhaps that is true. But, okay, uh, I'm going to throw the flag on this. This is hard. This this person just did this. How could that be a new paragraph when you're starting with but? You're still talking about the same thing. It's not a new paragraph. What is this new thing everyone just breaks randomly breaks paragraphs up. Sentence structure is horrible. Grammar, atrocious. This isn't paid people. I'm surprised at CNS News because that's just not, that's
6: just wrong. Okay, well, we're going to have to go to a, a a soft break in a minute. But that's a good uh, point you brought up because when I just finished my articles, even though I copy and paste you know, references and how another place is explaining my topic... I have to go back over it with a fine tooth comb because those people as professional writers that I'm copying from make mistakes all the time that I have to correct. Which really bites because I have to put the reference that where I got it from.
3: Be real careful because even in this you had you said no space between sentence and all kinds of things in this grammar thing.
6: Right, but it's amazing that I have to go back and go over their work well, it's amazing that's I, in my
3: work. I don't even talk about the majority of what I have to put up with reading, I, I don't, but sometimes it just gets to the point where I'm like, I got to take this. I cannot believe this person's getting paid to do this. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get, my God, their work would never pass my English teacher. Never. It's just, it, you got to, I thought I was bad. It, they're worse than I am. I, I've learned a lot about grammar over the last 30 years, but uh, we're going to go to a break. It's Junk the Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
4: You live here? Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is.
5: When a person dies and is buried, it seems a certain voodoo priest who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible, because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring.
4: You mean like Democrats? If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for ten or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states.
1: What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. That's eight hundred seven nine seven twelve fifty-six.
3: Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Our half of two. Call the numbers, 406-565-4189. Write it down, 406-565-4189. Don't worry. I, I don't care if you call or not. It's up to you. You want to be part of the conversation? Great. If you don't, I'm I'm good. I've been good for 11 years without callers. I can still be good. All right. We're to the, the but, the new paragraph, starting with but. It may also no comment. Either. It may also be true that voters from Massachusetts and the other surrounding states decided to take advantage of New Hampshire's law to cross the border and vote in a presidential and Senate race, which were decided by only three thousand and one thousand voters, respectively. Of course, we won't know the truth of what, and again that. How does this? How is this starting a new paragraph? It's the same conversation. It's not done yet? Of course, sticks in. it. Everyone's afraid of big paragraphs. I don't know what they're teaching in school anymore. You should read the founding fathers. You be prepared. <laughs> That'd be one sentence. Yeah. Forget about a paragraph. <laughs> The paragraphs go on until they're done talking about the subject, and then there's a new paragraph. I'm not here. Every time, Just I just, oh, it says, butt, so I make it a new paragraph. It says, of course, I'll make it a new paragraph. All those things mean it's part of the same thought process, right? All right. Uh, of course, we won't know the truth. Of course not, right? Because no one's going to do anything about it. Unless we do what should be done, and what the Commission's critics don't want to be done, investigate these cases. Finally, another new paragraph. The Commission Board, from three computer experts, Andrew Appel of Princeton University, Ronald Revest of MIT, and Harry Hursty of Nordic Innovation Labs, Their testimony about the ability of hackers to get into electronic voting equipment and just about every other device that uses the internet, and even those that don't, was chilling. As Appel stated, our challenge is to ensure that when voters go to the polls, they can trust that their votes will be recorded accurately, counted accurately, and aggregated accurately. He made a series of technological and organization recommendations for achieving that objective. All in all, the September 12th meeting, which was hosted by Bill Gardner, New Hampshire's longtime Democrat, not Democratic, Democrat senator of state, was both informative and comprehensive. But anyone, oh, well, look, didn't go for a paragraph on this one. But anyone who didn't attend would never know that based on the skimpy and biased coverage it received in the media. The hearing is evidence of the good work the commission is already doing in bringing to light the problems we face in ensuring the integrity of our election process. If you're wondering why I'm getting louder, my sinuses are clearing up a little bit. I'm not turning up the volume or anything.
6: He can just breathe.
3: <laughs> what is the mom march for America. I'd like to know, too. What's the Law March for America?
6: You're going to be reading about it.
3: Oh, okay. From World Net Daily, women's marches flood the landscape these days. Marches about abortion, politics, rights, empowerment, black lives, and the president. They're almost always against something or someone. One prominent march organization issued a statement opposing limits on immigration, curbs of reproductive freedom, circumstances that make them not happy, the absence of a living minimum wage. It, it, it's supposed to say wage. It says age, and gender inequality.
6: Things that don't make them happy.
3: Gender inequality does not exist, and it.
6: Oh my goodness!
3: I I want to please. I want to tell all women: it is a good thing to stay home and raise a family. It will make you happy. Working for working the rest of your life, that's not gonna make you happy. How are you gonna be happy? Go to work for somebody else. I don't care if well, you're corporate America. And
6: you and you're gonna get into this because this is what these women are saying. That's why they're saying they're moms. You know, being a mother is the most important job on the planet. Well what did they
3: what what's a turning point USA girl say? Long term happiness is achieved from what? The hokey notion of uh, Marriage, a white picket feds, a dog named Spot, raising a family. Those things give you long-term happiness. All the crap that the progressives teach, you will not be happy. You'll be happy temporarily, but not long-term.
6: I'm going to have to play that now. The millennials. Yes. Oh, speaking of this and, and this March, I just heard today that these kids in high school, they're opting not to get a driver's license. All the stuff that makes you, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call an adult? it? adult? Milestones in your uh, adult. growing.
3: To becoming an adult. Right. That was the point.
6: They're going away from all that. They're not getting driver's licenses. They're not drinking. They're, they're not, not. That's a good thing. But, right. They're not but drinking. But I'm just saying,
3: there was these things, you know, you got a driver's license. Then you get hey, the first then drink. Then you, you, you get your first drink, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But they're not. They're opting Your first out. job? Yeah, they're opting out of, obviously, a first job.
6: But I blame the parents for this. They're allowing these children to do this.
3: Yep. Oh, no. They just let it happen to them. And they paid for it, in many cases. Not all. A lot of them are on a free ride. A lot of them are out of But, I
6: mean, I was really shocked at this woman, and I, I'm, I'm going to go back at the... I Here's mean, another
3: thing. Not everybody should go to college, and not every college degree is worth anything. There's
6: a lot of people that are doing that, just what you said. They're not allowing their kids years. to go to college.
3: I, <laughs> why do you need to go to college? If you're not an academic,
6: don't go to college. If you're if you're someone that's not an academic, learn a trade. Well, and that's the good thing that the order that Trump put out to encourage apprenticeship, to encourage trade schools... He's trying to turn Look, that ship around.
3: <laughs> all right. If everybody is going to be brainiac academics and, uh, not know how to do anything, build anything, make anything, repair anything or whatever, you do realize our society would collapse, right? Oh no. The illegal aliens are going to do all that. I'm sorry. You have to have an education to be a plumber. Illegal aliens can't do that. Uh, to be a carpenter. No, they, do construction. they can swing a hammer, but you can't be a carpenter. you can't get in the carpenters union. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on, but heavy equipment operators. Make sure, though, the unions don't have control over over who gets a job in your state because that's always ends up being, you know, you have a relative. Your father is in the union, so you get any. I tried to get in the operation. and wouldn't even look at me. I had no family. Mine were in iron workers. They were
6: Talk about cronyism. (laughs) Oh, intense
3: intense in New York City with this stuff. I mean, when I grew up in the county, I was told, you know, if you want the job, you have to be a registered Democrat. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't give you a county job unless you were the party in power, which were the Democrats all the time. So, I don't care. Registered Democrat. But I started to learn that the unions suck. They just got in my way constantly. Here's an example: You're working too hard. You're working yourself out of a job. How can you? How can you work too hard? You're supposed to work hard. That's a work ethic. That's I followed it my whole life. And they could never slow me down, so they just gave me things to do. <laughs> and I knew they were doing it. I just didn't care. I got paid the same. It, was, it would just go, okay, right? You done with that? Yep. Okay. See that pile of wood over there? I'm like, yep. Put it over there. I was like, okay. And I put the pile of wood over there. And he said, "Boy, you're still not slowing down. I'm telling you, you just got to slow down." I, I, I'm i trying. This is me slow. I said, okay, take the, see that pile of wood there? You just put put it back where you got it. Okay, put the wood back where I, where it was. I knew what he was doing. I didn't care. I, I can't. I just can't, can't stand around. I, I can't do. I can't do it. I couldn't anyway. I couldn't. I had to do something. You could just stand around, and uh when I work, I work hard. you know <laughs> everybody in my family learned that about me when they when they had i came over to help them do stuff It's like nobody thinking they were unions for a long time, they're like, oh my god you they're a really hard worker it was amazing they knew nothing about me, they assumed I wasn't a hard worker <laughs> uh i I was very hard worker, and it never ended and that's I'd like to say that's how I got injured, but I didn't get injured. I'm, I'm diseased. All right. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Women's rights movement. Yeah. Um, there now comes something entirely new, a woman's March or more specifically the mom's March for America, which celebrates the roles that women have in their families, community and nation. With the slogan, it takes a mom to raise a village, organizers are blunt in explaining their plan. Are you concerned with the increasing decline of our culture and influences on our ch- on your children and seeking a voice for your values? Then we invite you to join with Mothers Across Our Nation for the Moms March for America, the national gathering of mothers to shine the light on the powerful influence of mothers in our homes, communities, and nations. And raise the bar of decency, civility, uh, and liberty in our culture.
6: Okay, they are going to get slammed. This is going to turn out, I hate to say it, very bad.
3: Every conservative march is going to have protesters. Every, everyone will have Antifa showing up to uh, start the violence Conservatives never start the violence. Conservatives aren't interested in violence; they're do they're just there trying to make their point, and they don't leave a large footprint when they leave. Like these carbon lovers, uh, that that are so concerned about carbon, but yet they trash the whole city. They go; they don't they throw garbage on the ground instead of in trash containers. They're they're just disgusting. They poop everywhere. They're just disgusting people. Okay, what was the, left, the- look? Come, look, left, leftism is evil. Anything that anything that embraces it will turn evil. It's the way it is. Look at Sinister Schumer. He's full of the progressivism.
6: What was the rally, and I forgot to ask Deb about it too, because she was there with the, the co-host that you did, the Patriots Pub, um, Tim Curl and Loki. What was that rally that they went to? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it was, it was the
3: Tea Party rally.
6: Okay, the Tea Party rally and the Glenn Beck rally, and this was... This Two was, separate things. To, right, exactly. But this is why I think Soros and all of these um, progs went crazy, because number one, the sheer numbers of people there, they couldn't stop them. They couldn't out-protest them. They were orderly. They were they millions. were praying. They were praying. They were singing. There was millions and millions of them, and George Soros went, oh, my well, we wouldn't say God because they didn't believe Oh, he it.
3: might anyway. Atheists say it all the time. It's like, I'm, talking, I'm you telling
6: God. you, this is the Prague's went there's that many of them. They're that strong. And that's what all these Black Lives Matter and well, Tiva and all that's coming out now. Well, it's, it's trying to beat
3: us at, at our own game because they're not going to do one rally. They're going to do numerous rallies every city. Well, all they're the not
6: way. rallies. They're violent well, riots. Call them whatever you want.
3: It's, it's That's still what they're doing. And yes, George Soros is funding it either directly or through one of his other many.
6: But I really think that those movements came out of those rallies because they had no idea there was so much of us. No, they didn't.
3: Uh, because they couldn't turn that many people out ever. And right. And they still haven't.
6: And they went, we've got to fight these and people. And they're paying
3: them. That's probably why. They can't How do you pay a million people? That's a lot of money. If you had to pay $90 an hour to a million people, what would that cost them? I think it was seventy five dollars an hour he's paying. Actually, it was arranged. I remember one of the advertisers like seventy five to ninety dollars per hour, and uh, yeah, the, the all these have turned into paid, and now they're all well to do uh, activists. It all of it, and then you got the 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 stars that show up in in the fake, uh, the fake disasters. You. They think we're that stupid. It's the internet. Nothing ever goes away. They're using the same people in different, in the different, oh, look, there's a shooting here. Wait a minute. I just saw that lady in the other shooting. How could she be in this and that one? There's a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation going, propaganda being done, including when they show natural disasters, shootings, whatever, uh, Especially shootings. Like, they have to play it for the most power, so, you know, they got to pay people to get in there and get it done. And that's what they've been doing, and, they, and they've gotten very good at it, and most people don't have the time or energy to pay attention that, oh, didn't I just see that woman in the other bombing? How come she's in this bombing? What does she go from bombing to bombing to bombing? Then there, I remember the BBC doing this, or was it? was it the guardian i can't remember i think it was the bbc and uh yeah you saw the same guy in a stretcher going by twice while they were talking to this lady who spent who was also also been in in another thing and it it was when israel went into uh lebanon and they falsified all this information and they were caught in it and yet people still read it like it's truth that's the BBC, and the Guardian's a rag, too. But at least you can get some some information about what's going on here in our country by paying attention to them, because no one in this country is doing their job. It's all propaganda, it's all sleight of hand, it's all not showing you what you they don't want you to know about, and then playing up with whatever they use to gin up everybody. And they've gotten pretty good at it, and we have to realize that. But people have to wake up to the propaganda. The only way to do that is learn. Just start learning. Start learning your founding documents, the founding of this nation. That is the most important place to start with anything. Always start at the beginning of the story. I know some people like to read the end first. But you know, there's, no, there's no easy, simple answers to this. You can't, if you can't do the work, it ain't going to happen. You can learn a lot by listening to the show, but you the augment of this, The Patriots Pub, Women of the Revolution, those two those are augments to this show. All of them are worth reading and learning. And it it all three of them actually complement each other. And they're all at one place on cooperativeradio.com.
6: Well, if you're going to do this, if you're going to start that, you might as well do this early because you wanted to start doing this um, advertisement earlier. The other thing that I, I had started on the Women of the Revolution, I said we are weaponizing knowledge.
3: Okay, Breitbart. <laughs>
6: hey, we need to weaponize knowledge. It's that bad. Nobody knows anything. Our kids are stupid. Half of them. Me- hey, elected cockroaches not, are morons. They're not
3: necessarily stupid, but they are. Miseducated.
6: Well, and so are elected cockroaches. They have no clue. Uh,
3: They don't need to know a clue. They know what they need to know. The game of Washington D.C. That's all they need to know. It's it's amazing how many people get corrupted going up there. Uh, I have to give it to the uh, what do you call the what do they call Freedom Caucus? Freedom Caucus. I thought they some did drop out already. You know, some some dropped out of the Freedom Caucus, Uh, but. I gotta give it to the ones that are sticking to it because Washington DC I read that book by Don Delay and I I he his story told you how he got corrupted and he considered himself a good Christian and husband. Next thing you know, these are parties uh drinking, smoking cigars and having sex with hookers. Because that that was what that's what they did. That's what they do in Washington D C for fun.
6: You have five minutes, can you do do yep.
3: that? Easily. So you're listening to the show right now, wondering how you can listen to it live? Okay, it's simple. Just go to uncooperativeradio.com where you can listen to download all our shows for free, including Patriots Pub and Women's Re- Revolution. Patriots Pub from episode one, please. Very important. Only that show from episode one, please. It will otherwise you will lose context, and it's the whole point of three and a half years of work. Anyway, you can also hear us on iHeart, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, LinkedIn, yabba do Just do a search. You'll find us. If we're not in your favorite place, ask them to put us there or ask me to put us there, whatever. Uh, you got any tips for us? Tips at UncooperativeRadio.com. How's that sound? You want to give me news tips? Tips at UncooperativeRadio.com. We have a Facebook page still locked up by by uh, Facebook. They will not let my page out. It's weird my my main my main uh, Facebook account is not blocked. It's it's amazing. It's like (laughs) like that. I mean, that's where most of the stuff goes. I got years of stuff there, but they hit the page, and no matter what I did, I put up the page again, they hit it again. Not a word, not a reason, not not a statement, just blocked. Now, the reason I bring this up, both Facebook and Twitter are screwing with conservatives and making sure our message doesn't get out one way or another. It doesn't matter how they're doing it. They are doing it. In some ways you know, in others you don't. Now you'd block my Twitter page, but I know they're mute. they're kind of pushing it down so that we don't come up, you know, in trending or anything like that. Um, so if you're a Facebook person, please go join the Facebook. You guys can interact together and that's what's happening. And that's okay. Stick it to them. Go interact with each other. So you can block You can knock up this newsfeed all you want. And we're still going to be posting here. And, uh, let, let's see what happens. If you're a Twitter person, we have a Twitter account. Just do a search on cooperative radio. Uh, and if you want my personal accounts, Facebook is at Brian Bonner, nine zero Twitter at Brian Bonner. Now alternatives for conservatives that don't like censorship, not even all, not even conservatives. It doesn't matter what your positions are. It's free speech. You want to go to place that's free speech? Not like these, these people that think they're controlling the world. Gab.ai for Twitter, gab.ai. And don't worry, there's a button there all your posts that you do there can go right to your twitter account. You just won't be on twitter, but it still goes to twitter so you can still have that audience while you're building Gab up. If you know, the uh, the other one is Keckworks. It's it's not quite Facebook, but it doesn't have limits on how many characters so kind of is. But it is a great free speech place to go. Okay? Kek works com. Okay. Um there's something else. Yeah, but- oh yeah, if you're a YouTube person you want to get away from the censorship which is Google that owns it, as long as Blogger and blah and blah and blah and it doesn't like conservatives. Okay? This is brand new. Pew I'm going to have to write this down. Pew- Pewtv.com I want to say. Just do a search for Pew TV and see what comes up. It's a uh, brand new thing coming out. It's free speech like the other two. This is free part of the free speech movement. So if you're a YouTube person, you're tired of being censored by YouTube, you have that. PewTV. Brand new. Again, it's... No matter what your opinions are, you will not get blocked, screwed with. doesn't matter if you're a Nazi and you want to screw anti-scientist crap. People do that. Uh, I, if you just don't want to read it, don't read it. Alright, we're also rebroadcast on redstatetalkradio.com and through them, on uh, TuneIn, Stream Live, the Roku, Alexa, without programming, and uh, what was that? Oh, we're on redstatetalkradio.com, Saturday, Sunday nights, 10pm Eastern Time. Saturday, Sunday, 10pm Eastern Time. On Uncooperative Radio, we are live, Friday and Saturday, 9pm Eastern Time. Uh, check, check out the Listener lines while you're there. If you don't have access to the Internet, if you have this written down or put in your phone, you'll be able to do this. And with that, we got to go to a break. So it's the Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
1: Obamacare. Good for you. Good for America.
4: A while back, Martha was always complaining about all her aches and pains. But when we got Obamacare, all that changed. As soon as the government rationed her care, she went pretty quick. And now I don't have to listen to
2: A lot of people refer to millennials as one of the most lost, confused, and unhappy generations. There are studies showing that they're less happy than other generations. But it is hard to predict deep, lasting happiness when a lot of millennials are still quite young. But at least we can see where they're headed. And I'm sorry to say it, but millennials, based on the research, you are being led to a life of unhappiness by a bunch of disingenuous liars and pathological altruists who disguise their bad advice as support of tolerance and freedom. Now, I'm a big fan of freedom, but I don't want to go into anything without being educated about it first. I think I should be free to go skydiving, but I should probably talk to an instructor. And of course, life is a bit different and more complicated, but when it comes to things that make us deeply happy, the majority of people are pretty similar. And we're lucky to live in a day and age where we have research and data that has surfaced, giving us guidance on what leads to a fulfilling life. And the life supported by that research is very different than the glamorous one a lot of us may picture. I'm sure many of us growing up remember the phrase, white picket fence in a dog named spot. It was always used as a derogatory term for a lifestyle deemed ordinary, dull, and conventional. But before this hip generation came about, for a very long time, that idea was not derogatory at all, but in fact a dream held by many people, and for good reason. People had that dream because the traditions displayed in it were, quite frankly, the best way to historically have a fulfilling life. But today, things have changed a bit. Being ordinary is just about the most horrific thing on the planet for hip millennials. So instead, we dye our hair, shave its sides, pierce our noses, ride in the streets, or join a cookie-cutter indie band to make up for our extraordinarily ordinary personalities. In fact, we're so afraid of what is deemed ordinary or conservative that being traditional is now kind of the unordinary. Being traditional may as well be the new punk. And at the moment, I'm hoping that punk makes a comeback, because instead of finding meaning and freedom in our rejection of tradition, what we found and what we will find is a maze of confusion and unhappiness in it. This isn't just my opinion, it's backed up by facts. In Charles Murray's book, Coming Apart, he dedicates a whole chapter to what leads to a happy life. Now, he gives a pretty fair definition of the word happiness. He distinguishes it from fleeting pleasure and would define it as consisting of lasting and justified satisfaction with life as a whole.
0: Dr. King was a real man. You
2: know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed
0: those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blacks. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, affirmative action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have banned Boozled black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrats. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you
5: know it, girl. <laughs> King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of black power does not include white participation. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate it. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker-whore on our arm, and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doomsday with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're going to have to kill some crackers. You're going to have to kill some of their babies. But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived the tax burden that reached a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend 17 million dollars a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value.
3: Young Radio Show, Hour 3. Back to uh, where you can find us and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) All right.
6: Brian thought he could do that in five minutes. Well, (laughs) I
3: added new stuff. He was wrong. I added more stuff.
6: (laughs) I know. I'm glad I got to time you, though. (laughs) All right, so... But while we go
3: back to where we're rebroadcast at redstatetalkradio.com Saturday and Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, while you're there, check out the listener line for people that don't have data or don't have access to the Internet. You just call that number, and you can listen. You can't talk, can't interact, but you can listen. If you want to talk, they have now, they have regular call-in lines. So if you go to redstatetalkradio.com, right sidebar, there will be the two players. With the two players of the two Phone numbers for said two players. And we're on the Encore channel. There's two channels of 24-7 streaming, conservative talk radio. Two channels to choose from. I don't know how you can go wrong. Great shows. Go over there. Listen to them. Uh, While you're there, check out the free newsletter. It's good. You'll like it. And if you don't, you can just unsubscribe. We don't track that, so it won't matter. And you might hear commercials that sound like they're You know, paid commercials. Well, they are, in a a sense. We don't get paid to air them. We try and keep them to a minimum. We try and keep them something you might be interested in. But we don't get paid to air them. We only get paid when you call the number in the ad. So pretty please, call the number in the ad. (laughs) Don't write it down when you hear it. Because if you get to it on your own later, I won't get paid. The ad company won't get paid. That's not good for anybody. So, again, write down the number in the advertisement. The only way we get paid is if you call the number. You're not required to buy anything. We're only, we, we give them the leads. We send you to them, they have to sell you. We get paid either way. So, so, if you're at all interested, please write down the number. Do not get to it on your own. All right, where were we in this story? Are we concerned that with the increasing decline of our culture, the influences on our children, and seeking a voice for your values? Then we invite you to join with Mothers Across Our Nation for the Moms March for America, a national gathering of mothers to shine the light on the powerful influence of mothers in our homes, communities, and nation and raise the bar of decency, civility, and liberty in our culture. Well, we're behind you, but good luck with that. Echoing the nation's founders, they proclaim in their Declaration of Mothers that the liberty and freedom of all people begin in the home, and that a nation is but a magnified home. The values and virtues taught within the family will determine the values and virtues of the nation as a whole. We affirm that all men and women are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. They got it right. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted amongst men receiving their just powers from the consent of the governed, the Declaration states. It's amazing to me that most people will quote that and use inalienable instead of unalienable. They are not the same thing. You can give away your inalienable rights. They can't be taken from you without coercive force, but you can give them away. Unalienable rights are inherent, and they cannot be given away or taken away without coercive force. To ensure the blessings of liberty, the Founding Fathers of the United States of America created a written constitution under the inspiration of Almighty God. Each generation is responsible for safeguarding the constitution, and teaching their children the responsibilities associated with the preservation of this sacred document and the rights secured by it. I think I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) The Declaration says, Each member of the human race is born with intrinsic dignity and the right to liberty, self-determination, and self-governance. The individual's responsibility of work, education, and industry are crucial elements of self-governance in society and the preservation of human dignity. It further states that the rights of the free people are protected and preserved through honorable, virtuous leadership, which invokes the nobility inherent in all men and women. Successful leaders in the home and family governed by correct principles – Teach by example and stand for self-evident truths and liberty-sustaining principles. Scheduled speakers include former Alaska governor and vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin, Candy Carson, the wife of Dr. Ben Carson, Missy Robertson of Duck Dynasty fave and Gold Star mother Ken Vaughn. Oh, Ben. Karen.
6: Car- Karen. Karen
3: Vaughn. Sorry, uh, Ben Carson just came out. This is funny. Uh, Trump's being forced to endorse Strange to try and make some deal with McConnell. In Alabama. In Alabama over Judge Roy, uh, Moore. Roy Moore. And Carson. Ben Carson, which is the head of Housing and Human Development, he came out and endorsed Judge Roy, Roy Moore. Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Trump doesn't really support the other guy. He, he made some kind of deal. And so that doesn't stop Ben Carson from coming out and standing up for the other guy, right? T- Trust me on this. Trump planned it all.
6: Just like he was right about voter fraud. Just like he was right about killery, Just he's, like he was right about he's everything. He's been proven
3: right. But no how many times they say he's lying, just wait for it. A, couple, a month or so later, and, well, it turns out he was absolutely correct. But you don't get that in the news. They don't say, oh, you know what? We're wrong. So I, 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 a caveat. CNN made me drop something. They actually came out and, uh, and said they were wrong. And Trump was right when he said he was being wiretapped because the information at Manafort was being wiretapped both before, during, and after the election. And I don't know how they kept getting FISA warrants for him. But that he lives in Trump Tower. So when he said Trump, he was wired, all of Trump Tower is his. He was being wired. And you know, his were... conversations with Manafort, they like to pass this off. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew they were going to pick up Trump, on, but they didn't want to go directly after Trump. They wanted to come a back way easier for the FISA court. to uh, not smell a rat. But they knew they were going to be talking on the phone to each other. Right? It makes sense to he was campaign manager for a short period of time as part of the campaign, and so they'd be talking, right? Back and forth, and of course that's how they picked up Trump. But the thing that ticked them off consistently is there was never anything they could use against Trump, so that's why they're so insane about trying to make, point to this Russian collusion and obstruction of justice that never happened. Oh, by the way, the whole obstruction of justice thing off baller's platter now. They came out and said no more he was, he, there's no evidence at all of collusion or especially of impeding just the FBI director came out and said there there was absolutely zero, nothing.
6: Okay, so pull Mueller. I don't want to pay him anymore.
3: I can't pull him because he's an independent counsel. Once you make an independent counsel, they're independent.
6: Well, then I'm not paying for it. You have pull no, the funding. You have no choice. Why not? I can say I can say you're not taking my money anymore.
3: You could say that, but then you end up in prison.
6: What are you talking about? The president can pull the funds for this.
3: You said you can, not president can. President can pull the funds. No, he can't. I mean, he can tell him. He can tell Sessions to rein him in. Tell Sessions to fire him. He can do all kinds of things. Because Sessions works for him, and and they work for the Department of Justice. Uh, Mueller does. So I don't know what's going on with Sessions. Something's going. Something weird is going on. It's like he can't, he can't do the job. Something's stopping him from doing what he needs to be doing. I, maybe they have something on him. I don't know. They have something on everybody, by the way. Nobody's collected more information than the abominous administration in history. History, and they never have unmasked so many people in history. If you want to talk about Stark crap, yeah, he's he's historically corrupt. That, his administration is completely historically corrupt, and he's gonna go down in history as the worst president, in since Tommy the Tommy Woodrow Wilson,
6: who Obaminous? Yep, I did hear that Manafort is lawyers is going after the DOJ to go after Mueller. They want an investigation. Well, for they Mueller heavily. They <laughs> it,
3: it's Mueller. I don't, Mueller, don't what they Mueller. Mueller.
6: Mueller.
3: Yeah. Well, Mueller's a. A hack, and uh, he's trying. He's trying to destroy Donald Trump way anyway, he can. Um, should via, never been appointed via the Clintons. Never been appointed. But again, there's, now we have Trey Gowdy's special counsel going after all the people that should be investigated, not the not the Trump team. What? What have they ever done? They were they were going after them before they were even in office. These people were screwing up the country for decades. Thank God, thank God, that Trey Gowdy's able to do this and get an investigation because any investigation of these people is going to turn a, a ton of dirt. These people are the most corrupt people on planet.
6: Yeah, Putin looks like a saint next to the Clintons. <laughs> yeah, you wonder why people
3: like like Putin because he he, he seems more uh, manly and honest than uh, you know little sniveling little lying backstabbing progressive. And by the way, Putin warned us not to go down this socialist road with Obama, and we didn't listen. He was right, wasn't he? We've already gone down that road. Why the heck are you? Why the heck do you want to go down that road? That's what Putin said. And we're the "Oh, Putin's our enemy." I, I, that didn't sound enemy-like to me. It sounded like he wanted the American people to be free.
6: Uh-oh, we're gonna be called cold pink conservatives. What? The- <laughs> Mark Levin calls anyone that's for Putin. I'm not. I'm not for Putin. I'm just not against him.
3: I mean, we gotta understand first, He's done a pretty good job for Russia, as far as that goes. I mean, it is a totalitarian regime. I mean, that's Russia. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this is like saying you're gonna get rid of corruption in New York City. <laughs> They've been trying to do that since since the 1900s. Uh, actually, before that, because oh yeah, that Alexander Hamilton was from New York, and he did nothing but work to to make sure we became a centralized, status nation. Constitution was too free; need more power in the government. He was a power-hungry kind of guy. I wonder how. I'd like to say, you know. Height had something to do with it. But James Madison was a short guy, uh, balding and Portly.
6: And so was John Adams.
3: Yes. But John Adams does not enter into the same discussion as Madison. John Adams Adams was not a good president. John Adams did not understand liberty the way Madison and Jefferson did. And that's why that's why Jefferson uh resigned as vice president to john adams because he could take these people and he was dealing with it from from the first administration to administration for uh washington and then, and then now now john adams he lost to john adams he ran for president and the, the second gets vice president the way it used to be until what is it, 11th or 12th amendment i think it's the 12th amendment um, anyway he couldn't take it anymore he he said, I resigned. Walk well, down. you
6: know, that's funny you that. I think say he's that. the only
3: vice president to ever resign.
6: And it's funny you said that because everyone's freaking out the, that everyone's leaving Trump camp. Hell, like you said, Je- Thomas Jefferson resigned as vice president. Yeah. I, I think that's a little bit bigger than Manafort leaving or whatever. You
3: know? Well, you got to stand. People leave you for different reasons. Donald Trump's a very kind of caring guy. And and it sometimes lets him put, pick the wrong people for the wrong position. But he knows that. But he also knows that when that happens and it becomes evident, they have to be fired. Or in the cases of Bannon and uh, Dr. Gorka, they resigned because they they wanted to go out and work on the outside at going against the deep state and getting people that are pro-Trump, really pro-Trump, and bring them into the administration from the outside. And and then they're going to... He said, we're coming back. He he left. He didn't unequivocally said, we're coming back. But we're coming back with Trump supporters to replace everybody else.
6: It's like they have to do a hostile takeover.
3: Well, it is. And, you know, it's like what I told us, I said, Ernie Cook, I listened to him. He was like, I never, I mean, I could never imagine in a million years it was this bad. And I consider myself the most cynical person on the planet. I thought nothing could surprise me. I was wrong. This is unbelievable. This is is what we're dealing with.
6: And we created this.
3: We allowed it to happen. We didn't create it. We allowed it to happen because we stopped self-governing. We were supposed to be self-governing. We enforced the Constitution, not the Supreme Court. We, the people, enforce it. We enforce it through our state legislatures by nullification or through, if that doesn't work and it gets to a trial, well then jury nullification. I know these have bad connotations. These things existed before our country was created by great men in in Britain, by the way, uh, that would get put in prison and would not change their votes. We have to understand if it's not a power granted in the Constitution. The federal government has no right to arrest anybody or try anybody or put anybody... That, that person's innocent. They can't... You can't arbitrarily decide to make laws that are not pursuant to the powers we've granted them, we the people. They either get an amendment passed or they don't have the power. And if it's not in the Constitution, they can't do it. That's the way it works. It's not... Well, it's not in there, so it doesn't say they can't do it. <laughs> it's not the way the Constitution's written. You're buying into uh, left-wing, probably some doofus professor. This is his lame argument. I'd love to have him on my radio show. Anybody out there that has teachers or professors that thinks that they're all that, and uh, you you want, it, you want them on the show, and they'll agree to be on the show? I'll schedule it. I'd be glad to schedule it. I'd love to have a shot at these people when they have no power over me at all. Oh, I know. They could sick the government after me. You know, if I worried about that, I would have shot up 10 years ago. All right, where are we?
6: Um, This is going to be really bad, Brian. Look at all these wonderful women that are going to be speaking here. The progs will not allow this to happen. I I wouldn't put it past them of them bombing something over by them. There'll be
3: counter-protests, and uh, depending on where they're doing it, the cities will, probably D.C., uh, they'll help just just by giving them permits, the Antifa people permits to go and attack them and disrupt. And, yeah, that just, well, look, it's D.C. What You don't think it's completely corrupt and full of progs? Just like New York City.
6: Um, I don't think they're going to, uh, I heard the organizer on, I think it was Hannity, uh, she, I don't think they're doing that, I think they're having small ones around the whole country, but they'll tell us. There was
3: something I read about some marches that were going to do that. They're right. going to be in every place, every state, they could find enough people rather than go to D.C. Right. But I don't know if it's this one.
6: Well, we'll find out.
3: So anyway, as I said, candidate Sir palins. Candy Carson, the wife of Dr. Ben Carson. She's got a stripper name.
6: Hmm. Candy and Missy.
3: <laughs> no, Missy's not a... Not oh, well, and you know my... Missy s- Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame and Gold Star Mother Karen Vaughn.
6: My sister, Virginia, her, her name and is a man, Miss, yeah, Missy. Yeah, her nickname is Missy. 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 Yeah. Her we, call is. Her, we call her Missy.
3: Yeah, that probably didn't help. The Moms March for America is a movement... Uniting mothers across the nation, said Kimberly Fletcher, executive director of the march. It is a cultural march, so to shine a light on the powerful influence mothers have on our nation and stand united to proclaim the truth is self-evident. Family matters, and freedom is worth fighting for. I'll say one thing. Uh, the influence mothers have on our, could have on our nation do not have on our nation. We need more mothers to understand our history, our founding documents. Understand the importance of staying home and raising a family over having a career, whatever. I'm telling you, it's not the same. They'll never be as satisfied if they have a career and no children as as they would if they would raise know, a family. my
6: mom, and this was a perfect example of how you could actually balance both. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. And every woman that was in our neighborhood had a job and a career and all that stuff because it was the the middle of the woman's movement. So what she decided to do is raise the family, and then when we were old enough and out of high school or even in high school, go and get a job. But she stayed home with us as children.
3: She, got, she had to get a job when she had to get a job, and that was the way of it. I mean—
6: yeah, but she had. It set, was a lot of complications going on. So she, don't,
3: but she didn't want to take. She just wanted to stay home. But it became financially necessary
6: because it's, of what the feminists did to change our culture and change our of way, of course, and our economy. Because
3: then the economy adjusts to two right. family, two income families. Yep. And then if you have two incomes in a family, uh, so now you got lots of money. You got to start going, out and it changes the economy.
6: But she had told me later on. So then
3: it makes it hard to. You can't go back because the economy changed, so you can't, you're not making enough money to go for one person to go backwards. See, that's what they do to you. You, you. you can't, you gotta eat. You know, it's bottom line. You gotta eat.
6: But she had said to me later on when I got older that she was gonna plan on doing that anywhere, and she was looking into careers too, but she wanted to raise the kids first. Once the kids were raised and they were out mm-hmm. on their own, that she told me that.
3: I know, except for the only. Person that wasn't was your little sister.
6: Well, that's what I'm saying. She didn't want it to be that early,
3: but she had to do it that right. early. I'm telling you, because of I tell you, said the economy forced her into it. If you you gotta eat, you gotta feed your kids. I mean, that's bottom line. If you need, to-
6: and they weren't going to take welfare. My parents never, ever, ever even dreamed of doing that.
3: It was a big thing when you, by the way, back to work. I remember, I was there.
6: Actually, you weren't.
3: I was. When she went back. Again.
6: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say you weren't. There you, you the first didn't time. Think you're thinking
3: think it very close. When I met you and her, she wasn't working. Right. And then she had to go back to work again, and you know why.
6: Anyway, the, um, I really am so glad that this is happening, but we're at war, and these people are not going to let us win. Nope. They will kill us first. They don't. Uh, your ball? Yeah. Maybe. How many cops are getting killed a day, and they're not even reporting on it anymore? Uh, yeah,
3: I'm, I'm, yeah, but cops are easy targets. It, I'm, you and I would be random. Uh, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about it. I mean, it's happening. I'm not denying. It. I'm just not overly concerned about it. Do you it notice? Because you, we can still win this. They think they have. They don't have the upper hand. They think they have the upper hand, but they don't. And that's what's freaking them out. And that's why there's so much going on. They're trying to put Trump in his place and and stop him from. Undoing what they've done. And he's already undone a lot. so much, they've already lost their minds. Look at Hollywood going crazy. Well, who gives a crap? You know, that's the stupidest thing you ever did. Now, I'm never watching one of your movies ever again. I just wouldn't be able to stand looking at you. You're an evil slime bag. Who? Anyone that's on the progressive movement that speaks out against Trump in Hollywood, etc. Yeah. I'm not watching their stuff. I I don't care. I don't need to watch that. Heck, it's bad enough. I'll read read books. Done it before. Ellen Wheeler, Communication Director of the March, said it's a celebration of the biggest cultural movement happening in America. Oh, I read that already, didn't I?
6: No, no, that was a new paragraph. I'm
3: sorry. I thought I did. Hmm. The march that mothers make every day in their homes, neighborhoods, and businesses as they nurture their families, influence their communities, and shape our nation. It'd be best if they stayed home, took care of the family, and whispered sweet nothings into their husband's ear and controls controls it that way, the way it used to be, because it's not good when the mother is is a business. She can't be home. Mothers are the ones supposed to be there nurturing. Husbands are supposed to go out and get a job. They're not around the children as much. But the mother's always around the children. And then the father comes home from work, you see. It was a a whole thing. Wait till your father gets home. We were the disciplinary of the two, of the parenting. We were the disciplinarians. And we were always you. don't make me tell your father about this. And boy, that hadn't, that had meaning back then. That was scary, because, <laughs> like, because Dad has had a stick and knew how to use it. Or belt. He started with a belt. Then it went to yardstick. Oh, well, I never got hurt so bad it mattered. So I mean, I have no problems with corporal punishment, physical punishment. Uh, Hell, I, I went to. It Caval. was not abused. I didn't get. A, overly abused. I got a spanking when I deserved it, and that was it.
6: Hell, they did that in Catholic school when I went to Catholic oh, school. Oh, no, I went
3: to military <laughs> school. They had paddles. They had... Each one had, like, their own custom paddle that they met to beat them with. And you can always tell who enjoyed hurting you the most. My, my regular teacher upstairs from where I was in the building, he, he was a fairly nice guy. He might have even been a homosexual, I think, although he never made any no, none, none of that happened with us kids. He, he just seemed a little effeminate, and he was nurturing. So he had a small paddle that he'd whack you with. Now, where I was sleeping, I was downstairs in the next level with the with people a grade or two ahead of me because they had no room upstairs. So with the with the kids that were our age, so there was two of us that were. That, I mean, we were very, we were younger than everybody else, you know, and it's that time with puberty and everything is big mess. Uh, it caused a lot of problems, but my deck officer, he took a two by four and it was four, four It was three or three or four feet. I think it was three feet, three feet in length. And then he drilled holes through the flat parts all the way up and down so that he'd have less wind resistance. The man was huge. I mean, he could bench press 450 pounds. And he would grab that thing with two hands, and he'd give it all he got right into it, man. Lift you right off your feet. And that was like, damn. Nobody nobody got that stick from him without running and throwing the face in a pillow and start crying. You were just trying not to cry until you got to your, your room. It was like, man, it... It really, that really hurt. Uh, it just, but it didn't do permanent damage. You would think it would. It doesn't. Your butt's pretty, pretty fatty, mushly. it. <laughs> yeah, it's padded. So it hurts, but it it didn't, like, it, it's like I couldn't sit down for a week or something, you know. But you got to imagine, you can sit down for a couple, right, for a couple of days, maybe. And Susan wants to go to break. All right, so Coffin Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
1: This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the
4: preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments?
1: That's eight hundred seven nine seven twelve fifty six.
3: Okay, welcome back to the Aquabot Radio Show. Our half of three. Phone number 406-565-4189. That's 406-565-4189. Back to the story about this. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't really asking for help. The moment's spade event will be Saturday, September 23, from 1 to 4 p.m. I'm sorry. They're leaving out the the, the erd, erd in the fifth. That's tomorrow. 1 to 4 p.m. Central Time at Ralston Arena in Omaha, Nebraska.
6: See, they're not going anywhere near Washington.
3: That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, but they'll, I'm telling you, Antifa is going to be everywhere. Black Lives Matter. Who knows who will show up. But uh, gatherings of mothers, daughters, and families are being organized in every state. Many will be in homes and neighborhoods, and others will be open to the public. The march is being coordinated by Homemakers for America, which has been working for a decade to build a foundation of liberty in the homes of America through the women of America, and secure the blessings of liberty, one woman, home, and family at a time. Other groups supporting what is called the March That Isn't a March Include Family Security Matters, Phyllis Sheffley, Eagles of Iowa, Enough is Enough, Sisters of Liberty, United Women's Forum, and Gather Families. Quoting Alexis de Tocqueville, who wrote, Righteous women in their circle of influence, beginning in the home, can turn the world around. The sponsors say, it's not a march where we walk down the street, shouting and carrying signs. That has all been done before, and what has it accomplished, they said. This is a different kind of march, a symbolic march, uniting mothers who march every day to serve their families, strengthen the communities, and shape the future of our nation. They cite the U- a UN report's classification of mothers as unpaid workers, Women working at home. Yeah, don't be bringing the U.N. They want you to actually get money to be uh, a mother. Uh, No. From the United Nations to our children's schools, a small group of women have been pushing their radical feminist ideas and agendas, agendas on our culture for over four decades, and the impact has been devastating. Excessive taxes, government overreach, disintegration of family, gender confusion, and increased crime are just some of the results of this radical anti-family movement, the organizer said. This is not only incredibly belittling to mothers, it completely disregards the fact that most influential persons in society is the mother because of her influence in the home. We are deciding at this very moment what the standard of humanity will be in the future, whether freedom will prosper, and if families will thrive. As former President Ronald Reagan said, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We need to dispel the darkness. The only way to do that is to turn on the light. All right. I'm glad women are finally finding out that real feminism is about being feminine, not a man. And do feminine things, like raise a family. You, You do realize, when you raise a family, you are teaching the future of the world. That's not an important enough job for you. Nobody else could do it, but you. Think about it. All right, the food police. The food police Sam, we're coming your way. The food police Sam, we're going to say. Make your food stink. <laughs> food police, huh? From Fox News, the classic tricks recipe. We'll return to the grocery stores next month after its new, more natural recipe received a massive backlash from fans. In 2015, General Mills, Inc., parent company of Trick Cereal, announced they would be phasing out the use of artificial dyes and flavors in their breakfast foods. We're simply listening to consumers, and these ingredients are not what people are looking for in their cereal today. President of General Mills Cereal Division, Jim Murphy, said in a blog post, Except it turns out that was exactly what people are looking for in this cereal. After rolling out the new tricks, made from pretty broad array of fruit and vegetable concentrates, the corporate cereal giant was met with a wave of negative emails, calls, and social media posts, slamming the look and taste of the new cereal, spokesman Mike Semenis said to the Wall Street Journal. Fans wanted the bold coloring back. And they wanted it now. Change it back, wrote Denver area mother and photographer Ashley Carrara on Facebook shortly after the new recipe was released. Before General Mills released the new line of naturally flavored cereals, Murphy said they had a goal to match the taste that consumers love with little to no visible change to the color of the cereal. However... He did concede that some cereals like Trix will look a bit different as we move colors from artificial sources. My kids find the color of the new Trix cereal quite depressing, Carrara said in an interview with the Wall Street Journal. My God, this is newsworthy stuff, huh? It's basically a salad now, Chicago lawyer Justin Storer said in the Wall Street Journal. Storer, who said he gets most of his lunches from 7-Eleven, is just one of many tricks enthusiasts who says General Mills is discovering. Buck the healthy food trend the syrup was trying to capitalize on. Though 62% of people claim they try to avoid artificial flavors, according to a Nielsen global study, the problem for tricks specifically was that General Mills food scientists couldn't ex- recreate the vibrant colors of the original with more natural ingredients. Creating a more drab appearance and an altered flavor. Here's an idea, General Mills. Instead of changing your cereal, put forth a new one. It's called choice. Here's tricks, and here's my, our healthy stuff.
6: Well, and this is the thing that Mama Obama tried to do. She tried to do this with our kids in the schools. And we're like, uh, no, we want our fat, we want our salt, we want our bright colors, we want our sugar. It's up to us how much we use it. How much we take of it. How much we ingest. You don't get to tell my kids what the hell they're going to eat.
3: Well, they don't send them to government indoctrination centers.
6: Well, but... These
3: <laughs> child abuse centers are nowhere to drop your kids off at. And again, Find someplace else. Oh, by the way, can't even trust, uh, you know, daycare workers. Oh, I did a story today. In fact, there there's a lot of stories today about this kind of thing. It was weird. Uh, these two black women, and yes, it's relevant, decided to sec- to abuse an autistic child, both physically and verbally and did so had the arrogance to do so on snapchat in other words they were videotaping the whole thing sent it out to the public well good news uh they're behind bars then i got the two african rapists they're behind bars uh but they were let out once before uh it's amazing these people video everything they do it's how stupid can you be if you gotta most criminals know you don't want anybody to know what you're doing if you're a criminal you shut up. Be quiet. No no be proud of it. And then rape somebody an a underage girl and be proud of it. This is the sickness of our society. And these Muslims come in here have no no notion of societal norms. They are, their very existence as being a Muslim is to be in seventeen, seven 7th century AD. And they, that's what they revert to, giving the chance. This stuff is happening around here. We don't even have a lot. Germany, there's, uh, Hels, no, Helsinki, uh, no, Versailles, Versailles, France. Uh, there's a thing in Germany too. Uh, but it's like one of their places has a population of 40% Muslims. That's dead. We already read that on it. Remember the highest none I said when they start jumping off and taking over 40% of the population, they've reached that there and they've reached in Versailles, France. Uh, I, I can't remember the town in Germany, but both of those are gone. Just write them off. They're gone. Once you have 40% Muslim in a, in a place like that, it's gone. Obviously the U. I I told you the EU planned this. The EU's realized the UN that the white people weren't they weren't procreating enough. And so they needed people to come because of their power in tax base. They wanted more people, so they brought in people that do what? They breed like gerbils. That's right. You heard me say it. It's not a racist thing. They're Muslims, that's not a race. But they do breed like gerbils. And they are violent, and they will kill you given a chance. Come on, they're running around spraying people's faces with acid. This has not stopped. You could, how can not these countries get this under control? Why? Ask well, ask yourself why. You got people in Europe and the UK, man. they're they're disfigured for life. Uh, You know, I'm saying women in the air, carry a spray bottle of acid yourself, sulfuric acid, and spray it in their faces. If they're going to spray it, you spray it back. Also, keep a bottle of water you can pour over your face to help wash the stuff off. He won't have that because he won't think you're a fight back. It's not like a bear spray. It's just acid instead. Terror spray. I'm going to bottle it. Tenors, when
6: but. when i was bartending a when i was bartending i had somebody come in and threaten to do that know, because they wanted was to rob happening.
3: me yeah but they probably they didn't do it so it was probably water
6: well, no, they, they, didn't, were, they-, they didn't do it because I told them that the money, the money in the cash register was locked, and I had to go into the back room and get the key. And when I went back there, the phone was there, and I called the bar next door that had burly boys working there. It was a family organiza- uh, operation. I told them what was happening. They were, over, they were in that bar in 2.8 seconds. I, they said, go into the ladies' room, lock the door, we're coming over. And that's the reason. It, I don't know if he did or did not, but that's what I did. And they came over, and they beat the crap out of this guy. Cool. And then they called the cops. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> no, actually, he got loose of them and he ran away. That's what happened. Uh, but then I called the cops and did a whole police report. and.
3: Yeah, which means nothing. They never had anything. No, of course
6: not. But yeah, oh no, I believe me, I know what to do. <laughs> I've done it before. I've told people, yeah, but i got to go do this. The problem
3: is, they're not get, these women don't have that shot. You're I, walking in public guy just walks up and sprays you in the face with it not threatening you he just does it yep that's the difference see that guy didn't do it so probably didn't have it he was working off there wasn't a person walking going around uh, in the city that was throwing acid in people's women's faces and so there were a whole bunch of copycats that just they would just take a vial or a glass of whatever they put it in water you can't tell it's not no acid uh, and so they they course you into giving them what they want.
6: See, and again, I was in see, New York and I didn't have a gun. I right? would have just shot
3: the guy. I know. And no shotgun <laughs> behind the bar either. <laughs> no. Your bar owner was a piece of crap, by the way.
6: Anyway. And let's, he really was. Let's get back to the... We the people speaking out against tricks.
3: But kids and nostalgic adults can rest easy. In October, the classic recipe with Red Dye 40 and high fructose corn syrup is coming back and will be sold right alongside the updated version, flavored with turmeric powder and and radishes.
6: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> but they're doing what you said. They're doing both. Both,
3: you know, that's the way to go. You should have <laughs> did it from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, it, you know, Trix is disgusting to begin. It's really stupid. It's a horrible cereal. I never liked
6: it. I ever. didn't either. But I wasn't allowed to have sugar. I like Fruit
3: Loops. I like Apple Jacks. Raisin
6: Bran. I wasn't allowed to have Golden them. graham
3: crackers. But mostly, you know, I'm glad you brought Raisin bit. I forgot how much I liked Raisin bread. But...
6: You're welcome. I'm, f- I'm glad I could finally find something that you like because, Brian, you go in there and you look at the cereals, they're completely different than anything we grew up with.
3: Well, some of it is. The standards are there. Right? And,
6: uh, not all of them. Online, <laughs> Apple Jacks. I got all of them are there. Yeah, Walmart. but they're not in stock.
3: Well, but you can ship
6: to store. That's just amazing. I'm looking at the, the cereals going, are you friggin' kidding me? And I've never, my head I, started those to Those granola explode. ones you're
3: complaining about? Those are the ones I like, but they're more expensive. I was looking at them online. They're
6: not in the stores.
3: I like, you said those old, healthy granola stuff.
6: Yeah, but you wouldn't like
3: that. I would. That's what I was looking for. Fruits, nuts, grains. That's my favorite cereal. But it's expensive.
6: A cereal's expensive anyway. That you know well, how much for, that reason? That's like
3: three dollars.
6: That Reason brand was four ninety five.
3: Really? For I got to ship to store because it was three. It was like three dollars online. <laughs> yeah, no, it was one of the cheaper cereals. Was, the ones I like are more expensive. Yeah. They're, but they're more dense in in food quality. It's. I've always liked Quaker rolled oats. Rolled oats give a horse, but I don't care. I like it.
6: I can't believe it was flavored with turmeric powder and radishes.
3: Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, no, that was for the dye. Oh my god! That was for the color. But the problem is, those things come with flavor. Turmeric acid. I mean, really strong flavor. I don't know, it's not really. I would want that in my cereal. I'm just saying, uh, I don't like high fructose corn syrup. They should sure went with sugar. Why can't they? Why couldn't they just make it this way? Well, just instead of using high, some corn syrup, we're gonna use sugar. I hate high fructose corn syrup. No, I don't think it's evil, and I don't know that it makes you gain weight or anything like that. It's it's sugar, sugar, sugar. I understand that. It has a flavor. I'm very sensitive to certain flavor. I can taste corn syrup.
6: Well, and that's what makes this stuff so expensive because we're using corn for ethanol.
3: Well, no, they're not using sugar. They went to corn syrup because sugar was too expensive, and that's why they went to corn
6: syrup. but now we're using corn for ethanol. Well obviously it isn't expensive enough to go back to sugar. Well, it to me, paying four four almost five dollars for a box of cereals is outrageous
3: oh, oh yeah, I, well, I agree, <laughs> but you thinking about inflation over the last thirty years, is it really that much? I mean, there are cereals that cost No, money. but
6: I was having a, a conversation with my neighbor, and she said, it's getting ridiculous because we're on a fixed income. And so is she, even though she has her it's, business. It's
3: not the country's problem. We're on a fixed income. It's ours.
6: Yeah, but they don't, uh, the people, most of the people in the reports out there are not highlighting that. They're not highlighting like we of always course, say. Of course,
3: they don't never highlight that. They don't even talk about inflation. You, you no. heard anybody talk about inflation. Nope. They should be constantly because the Obama administration removed two key things from the inflationary scale. Both are energy. In other words, oil, gas, that stuff, and food. Food and other forms, I consider that a form of energy. Yep. Uh, but you know what I mean oil and electricity, whatever. Um, I don't, you know. They took it out of the calculation. And those are the two highest things that have inflated, of course, over the last eight years. Oh, we have little no inflation. Oh, okay, good. Uh, does that include things like, uh, I don't know, food? Do you calculate food into inflationary numbers? Oh, uh, 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 teleprompter, teleprompter. Uh. (laughs) Abominus is a doofus. Everyone thinks he's so smart he's an idiot. The man is literally a moron. He's a moron that thinks he's intelligent. Those are the most dangerous people ever. Because they think they're right no matter what. Even though they're completely wrong. That's Abominus. He's all built up in his head artificially. And, of course, being a homosexual, he's very emotional. <laughs> anyway, where are we going here? Um, again from Fox News. No,
6: though General Mills. I don't
3: want to read this.
6: Okay, fine. Though, oh, fine,
3: but it's not important. Though General Mills cave to the demands of Trix fans, they have said they have no plans to bring back other artificially colored cereals like Fruity Cheerios. For now, silly rabbit, tricks are for all. No, tricks are for kids. Get it right. Again from Fox News, the antioxidants in dark chocolate, God, I love dark chocolate, may provide health benefits. We already know that. Chocolate lovers claim, and one spa is targeting the town where chocolate cravers go. Just outside of Hershey Park, been there, Melt's Melt spa guests not only eat chocolate, but also smell like it. You feel like you're just sitting in front of a pot of hot chocolate the whole time, Jessica C., a customer told Fox News. The health benefits of dark chocolate have long been attributed to the antioxidants it contains, and spa director Xian Wang says the same ingredients in dark chocolate can help the skin when applied externally. The skin is the largest organ of the human body. That's true.
6: Yes, I did an article on that. So
3: to be able to <laughs> treat that with the high antioxidants is a huge benefit for the entire body, she said. Treatments at Melt Spa include dark chocolate body wraps, dark chocolate sugar scrubs, cocoa facials, and cocoa massages. But the treatments don't include applying actual melted chocolate to the skin, wings said. The ingredients that actually make up dark chocolate are used in the ingredients in the product," she said. "Not only are we using the therapeutic value of the dark chocolate, but also all of the other like natural oils and essential oils that are used in the spa treatments.
6: Man, that place must smell so good.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's
6: oh wow.
3: I would, I would I'd like be to licking, go there. I'd
6: be licking my skin. <laughs>
3: Some of the ingredients used in the treatments include cocoa butter, cocoa extract, shea butter, vanilla, essential oil, shea butter. I haven't heard that since hippies. Vanilla, essential oil, and sugar.
6: It's better than patchouli oil.
3: The debate remains over whether it's better to use dark chocolate ingredients over other spa products. I think it's a matter of taste. And who doesn't like dark chocolate? A lot of people don't like milk chocolate. I don't understand it. Wigan told Foxes, when I was a kid, I liked milk chocolate, but as an adult, I went through the dark chocolate, and of course, with that, we have to go. See on Cooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Botter from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening on CooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan.
6: night, Susan.
3: And we're
6: at her.